Time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Panther fans, once again, it's Friday night, uh, first night of uh, high school state playoffs. But guys, uh, we've got Coach Clark here again and Coach Wiedrich. We want to talk a little bit about last week's game against Newton and uh, how the film, film all broke down in all aspects of the game. We'll all start off with uh, special teams. I, I thought our special teams uh, did a pretty good job. We got a couple uh, field goal blocks, uh, PAT blocks, which was good. Uh, Baker and uh, Kate Sheldon, they, they, they did a really good job. Um, uh, all the other special teams, I, I, I thought we played, you know, halfway halfway good. But I mean, what what we saw was, I mean, the the kickoff return that we gave off off the 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 first drive or whatever, and uh, that that was not good. Um, we had some guys out of position. They did a good job of blocking it, and uh, um, but I'm glad it happened against Newton and not in the playoffs. You know, ho- hopefully we've learned from it, and, and that'll never happen again because our kickoff team's been pretty good. Um, but besides that, offensively, I thought our offense uh, at times we we didn't look really well. I mean, we fumbled the ball, uh, we pitched the ball a couple times, and and it was on the ground. Um, we just didn't get off to a, a great start. Um, but but once we kind of got our feet wet a little bit, we we um, you know started scoring at will, and I, I thought our kids played pretty well. So uh, overall, offensively, I thought we played well, um, except for that that first half when uh, um, you know when you fumble the ball and give the ball back to them, and uh, um, it's just just not not the way you want to start. And uh, um, hopefully that's that's the end of that because if we play like that in the playoffs, you know, I mean, if you know against a good team. Uh, we're, we're going to be going home, and that'll be our last game. Yeah, defensively, uh, you know, I thought we didn't. You know, we're, we're having this issue right now on defense about not starting, not starting real fast, and not. You know, I don't know what it is. You know, and our guys, we've talked to them a lot about. Um, you know, starting fast, starting physical. You know, setting the tone, be the, being the aggressor. Uh, and once again, you know, our defense. You know, we came out there and. Got put in a bad spot, you know, which no excuse right there. We gave up a touchdown. We get the ball on like seventeen yard line, something like that. But then we got the our second second series, you know, they had they had some success and they, they showed up with, you know, thirty two personnel. So they brought basically three D linemen in the backfield. They had, you know, their O linemen, so there's real heavy set. Um and they kind of were walking down the field on us, you know, and as they were doing that, you know, we weren't doing a real good job on early down, so we weren't setting ourselves up for success on first and second down, and we were getting into third and short, fourth and short. You know, I think they converted converted uh, second or, or two or three fourth downs on that drive, just doing quarterback sneaks, just being big, physical, and, and running us over. Um, and unfortunately, that ate away like 12 minutes o'clock, you know, so – um, you know, it's some our, our guys understood it. You know, we we at halftime, our guys made some good. We made some good adjustments to how we were lining up to it, and then we, you know, we talked to our guys about situations and be more physical and talking about doing, you know, doing the work early and being being better on first down. You know, if you're if you're winning first down, then all of a sudden the offense is off schedule and you don't have to worry about a quarterback sneak on fourth and one. You know, 
So uh, that was one of those things, you know, and doing doing the work on their side of the field versus once they get the midfield or a little bit past midfield, you know, you, you are going to have to defend fourth and short, you know, a lot of times. That's pretty difficult if you have a team that's able to run the ball on you, you know, and get two, three yards a pop. So um, a lot of lessons learned. You know, our guys, our guys took it well. I think we responded well. Second half was better. You know, come out second half, I think we had uh, two or three, three and outs right in a row. Um, we were able to get some get some stuff going, but um, you know, our, like Coach was talking about playoffs. You know, now starting tonight, you know, it's 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 life or death. You know, you you lose, you don't, you're done. So um, every every snap matters, every series matters. You know, so our guys understand that. Hopefully, we can come out tonight and be a lot more physical and start fast. Yeah, Coach, going to stay with you. Uh, you know, the last couple of games, uh, Newton, and the game before that, uh, uh, May South. Your defense held the other team to under 200 yards, and you know that's that's got to be something you can really build on coming into the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I do think we're I do think we're getting better. You know, we're getting better week to week. Um, we're getting uh, hopefully we get Pasquale a little bit playing tonight. Get get him get some game reps and get him healed up. He's he's still battling on a hamstring a little bit, but I think we're gonna he's, he's feeling good. We're gonna get him some reps, and that's gonna help out a ton. But you know, for us, it's going to be, you know, we, we are a little bit light, you know, we're our, uh, our D lineman we got, you know, with, with, with Hopper and with, uh, LaShawn Davis and, and, and Sam, we're, we're not, you know, we're not big 280 pound guys up there, 250 guys up there. We're very athletic. We're very fast, which I like, you know, I, those guys are really are tremendous for us, but we are a little bit light, which means that we got to be, you know, fast, great with hands, physical and be the aggressor and use our quickness to our advantage, you know? So, um, that's something we stress, something we got to work out, but it's something definitely we're going to prepare for going, going forward. And hopefully this momentum we're getting the last couple of weeks and all the lessons we're learning from these games will pay off going forward in playoffs. Coach Clark, I know Friday night we ran the ball really well. I think, uh, both Edwards and, uh, and Brock both had good games. Uh, not a lot of passing, um, Going into the playoffs, what's uh, what? What are you working on the most? Passing game, running game, or, or getting a good balance? Well, in a perfect world, we'd we'd love a good balance. You know, um, we opened up the game passing the ball, uh, missed a couple wide open receivers uh, down the field. You know, could have been touchdowns, but um, either we overthrew them or we didn't catch it. So uh, um, didn't start that well, and then we started running the ball. And, uh, you know, Dylan and Brock both had, I think, over 200 yards. I think we had about 560 yards total of, uh, of rushing, which is uh, pretty darn good. So uh, it's kind of one of those games where, where it was close at the beginning. It was close, obviously, uh, you know, going into halftime with, uh, you know, down to Newton. Um, you got to start doing what, what's working. And what was working was the run game. And uh, um, Dylan and Brock, like I said, ran the ball really hard. Uh, saw some moves from Brock. Uh, Looks like he's been watching a little bit of uh, Dylan Edwards' highlights. And, uh, you know, I saw his little spin move that, that looked amazing. But, uh, um, yeah, they, they did a good job. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff last week that we were working on um, to, you know, to, to have available. But we challenged the kids just to stay basic. And we, we kind of stayed with our basic game plan um, that we've done all year. So uh, um, I thought the kids executed the run game. Um, obviously, in the passing game, we got to work on that. We got to be able to throw the ball. We got to be able to protect for the quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of variables that, that go into to the passing game. And then we got to be able to catch the ball. 
you know, uh, this week just just watching some, some of our previous games and what we've done and stuff like that, uh, we just got to be way more consistent. It was like we're either a block away or, you know, we're, we're dropping the ball or we're just, you know, missing the guy just by a stride or something like that. So uh, um, there, there's a lot that goes into the passing game, but uh, um, hopefully that's something we can work on tonight and uh, hopefully we can get better and hopefully we can get some stuff on film so people just aren't crowding the box. You know, a lot of people with uh, Brock and Dylan back there, uh, they're crowding the box. They're saying these guys are good runners and, and we've got to put, you know, seven guys in the box to stop the run. So uh, uh, we've got to be able to pass the ball to get those guys outside the box. Yeah, Coach, I got a comment on that spin move too. I was kind of sitting there in my chair and he hit that spin move and I think I stood up and hit my head on the top of the booth. That was that was that was a heck of a move by uh, uh Zerger for, on that play. Picked him up another 8 or 10 yards. So, but anyway, <laughs> you know, we we we're now in the postseason and uh your practice, I mean, it's probably a pretty good routine. Talk a little bit about what you'll do now in the postseason versus maybe a little bit different than you did in the regular season. Oh, I absolutely love the postseason when it, when it comes to practice. It seems like your kids are more locked in, uh, more locked into film. Uh, we'll get into the film room a little bit more. Um, but I think one of the most important things that we do uh, or, or the biggest help is we, we will have not a long practice on Monday, but usually Mondays we send the whole JV, uh, you know, JV games, freshman to freshman games. So so we really don't have that many guys. So basically we do a walkthrough. You know, Coach Wietrich will we'll get our offense aligned and go over, you know, main formations, what they're going to do in this formation, you know, what we want to do. And uh, offensively we'll install some new plays with the guys. And, and half the time we don't even have all our starters there. So, sometimes uh, some of our starters are, are key back or are going to JV so uh um yeah uh, now now Mondays start if we get past this week especially next Monday we'll have a full practice you know and it, it really truly makes you feel like you're a day ahead uh Tuesday uh now now you're teaching the scout team how to run the plays and and do all that it's all all fresh all new and uh now now Tuesday our, our scout team and our JV kids were able to watch film on Monday, and then we'll have a we'll have a pad of practice on Monday, which is huge. Uh, the, we getting that extra day of practice and preparation um, it pays pays off so well. So uh, um, we're able to implement more stuff on offense. We're able to uh, just just be a, a day ahead on defense and just feeling comfortable on what what they're going to do with certain formations and, and certain plays and what their strengths are. So uh, getting this extra day helps out and get getting some extra film i mean we'll film monday so that's also an extra day of film that we'll have uh, to be able to coach our kids up with practice film so uh um, i love the playoffs and and this uh, this this is going to be fun guys it's hard to believe this is the first week of playoffs it just seems like yesterday we were in week one but uh we have to peak a high tonight uh talk to us coach clark a little bit about uh how you're going to do special teams wise and what you have to do offensively and we'll let coach wietrich talk about how his defense stops these guys special teams wise they they've got a, a kicker that really doesn't kick the ball that far so we got to be ready for the pooch we got to be ready for the short kick um you know we, we we like it when they kick it deep but uh these these guys won't kick it deep so 
we'll probably move our returners up a little bit and uh, give give kind of a different look on on kick return uh, on on our kickoff. They've got some dynamic athletes in the back uh, returning the ball, so we got to make sure we, we we don't let what we let happen against Newton for for a kickoff return for a touchdown. Um, their their punt team uh, they they have kind of a different formation uh, that we're not used to, and uh, um, I think our kids are ready for that. You know, we w- hopefully we can get a couple returns and maybe a block or two uh, this game. So uh, um, we're, we're going to challenge our kids to step it up in the in special teams. We, I mean, we've been so dynamic all year in special teams, and we, we felt like uh, we weren't weren't all that good, mainly because of one play uh, last week. But but we got to step it back up and, and get on top of, of special teams offensively. Uh, their defense sits in a three-four. They man you up quite a bit. They'll go man-free. Uh, um, they they've shown some different looks defensively. Uh, they they've got a couple big defensive linemen. Their their linebackers will will flow around and get in different positions and and stuff like that. Different techniques. So uh, our kids just got to communicate. And they've got some athletes in the backfield that that can cover well. That's what that's why they can man you up. So uh, um, you know our kids just got to communicate and play fast. And uh, you know if you don't know the game plan by now, if you don't know. Uh, uh, don't know our offense by now, then then we we probably you know we, we've got some issues. So uh, um, I'm I'm excited about our offense. I thought we had probably the best week of practice uh, throughout the whole season. So uh, hopefully we can take that practice and uh, and you know apply it tonight. Yeah, Topeka's offense, you know, is uh, you know the record's not great. Obviously, you know that's uh, the situation we're in. But they're they're uh, they're a team that's fighting. They're a team that's that's competing every week. They have a quarterback that's pretty dynamic. You know, one thing, he hasn't, he hasn't been protected real well with the guys up front, uh, but it seems like every week, you know, the guys that are playing, the quarterback's always been able to make plays. You know, he's pretty good at improv. He's pretty, pretty good about making plays on his own. Good about making D Lyman miss. You know, he's had a whole lot of times where he should have been sacked, and all of a sudden he's making a play downfield. So, and, and pretty good group of receivers, you know, so the strength of Topeka's offense is going to be receivers and their quarterback. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one thing. It's, we need work on that for sure. So it's going to be a good test for us tonight. Um, our secondary has to be locked in, ready to go for a scramble drill. You know, the quarterback, if he evades the pocket, evades the rush, gets out, gets out, get out, gets outside, he's fast enough to make, make us run. He's also good enough with his arm to make some plays and throw the ball downfield. So, uh, the challenge for us defensively is going to be get after the quarterback. You know, obviously stop the run, get him out of the run game, and then uh, once the pass happens, get after quarterback, um, pressure, contain, wrap him up, finish. You know, then one thing it's you know going back to the the previous week. You know, it's you know, the emphasis this week is going to be doing our job early on first down, and then a whole lot less yards after contact. You know, I want to see the pile going backwards. I don't want to see them getting two, three yards after our unblocked player gets to them. I want to see guys squaring them up, driving them back, and finishing on plays, and uh, and, and no missed tackles. That that's kind of the goal for our guys tonight. So. Hope we start fast, finish strong, you know, and get after them tonight. Well, yeah, this uh, I think Coach alluded to it earlier. If it, this is a one loss, you're done. There's no next week, so uh, you know it, it. It's great. Sounds like you guys are really prepared for what's going to go on tonight, and uh, you know now we got to talk about the hated injuries. How are we doing injury wise? I, I think we were pretty good 
after after the game last week against Newton, but you guys know about it. You're in in the hunt every every week. Well, if if you look at our sideline, you're going to see a lot of guys on crutches. Uh, we we are a little banged up, um, even though you know we've got some guys back like Cade and Coach said uh, Brisk going to play a little bit tonight. Hopefully, um, if he has a good pregame. But uh, um, offensively, I know we've got uh, uh, both our tight ends out. Um, uh, Desan, he he's been out for for a week or so. He get, he got injured in practice. Um, he didn't play last week. Uh, um, hopefully, we get him back soon. Uh, but it's not going. Obviously, it's not this week, and and maybe not next week if if we're lucky enough to move on after that. Um, and then Caleb Bra- Brown went down uh, with a knee injury, and uh, um, you know he's he's. Uh, on crutches also, and uh, um, you know when you lose two of your tight ends, uh, now, now we're starting probably a 145, 150 pound tight end uh, this week with, with Talon Nil, but Talon Nil just got off the injured reserve off off a concussion, so uh, um, he's back. And you know what? I mean, you got to change your offense up a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to uh, use Talon like we would uh, six foot four, uh, 220 pound Desan, um, but but there's also some other other stuff that he can do, and and that. That, that we can exploit with with our offense. So, uh, um, you know, uh, our, our kids are a little banged up. Uh, it's nice to have, uh, you know, Britt back, obviously, and, uh, um, you, you know, have, getting Elijah back last week was was huge, and uh, I, th- I think we got Kamari almost full go-to. So uh, um, we've got some kids getting, getting a little bit healthier, but uh, we also got some kids a little banged up. Guys, as always, good luck tonight. TenderCare offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita. 105.9 FM. And worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. Friday night Panther football on Alive 105.9 is sponsored in part by our friends at Tendercare Lawn and Landscape. The Derby Recreation Center. Will Height Auto Service. Confederated Builders. MJB Heating and Cooling. Derby Junior Football, El Maguey Mexican Restaurant, Radio Shack of Derby, The Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DNB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, DNM Mechanical, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank of Derby, Field Station Dinosaurs, John Mendoza Photography, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, and La Hacienda and the Mexican restaurant. And now, here's the Alive 105.9 play-by-play sports announcers Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. Uh, this is Doyle Phillips, and along with Kevin Payne, we're going to be giving you all the action from this first round of 6A playoffs. Uh, your Panthers are uh, rated, or at least they're on the line in the bracket, as number two, and they'll be taking on the number 15 Topeka High Trojans. It's going to be a nice night for football, and, uh, you know, it's just going to be a good game. Well, Doyle, you and I were down on the field a little bit ago, and I looked at you and said, what gets better than this for opening night of state high school football playoffs? What a neat atmosphere here tonight. 61 degrees, winds out 
northeast about seven miles per hour. Just a great night for football. Duel Carlos Kelly comes in here as the head coach for Topeka. He's third year guy. He's got a record of five and eighteen. Last week Topeka lost to Hayes, fifty-six to seven. Doing that loss, Topeka had hundred and forty-two yards rushing on and I got to back up with that thing because it's just uncanny to hear this really minus 31 yards rushing is what they ended up with so they got sacked a lot as as we'll find out tonight I think that's going to be their go-to trying to throw the football but anyway they allowed 401 yards to uh, Hayes 324 in the ground and 77 in the air yeah uh, Topeka's had uh, you know they're they're kind of a young team I think uh, they've got a lot of underclassmen and and it's been a rough year for him this year. Well, it's been a rough last couple of years. I, I think, Kevin, the last time uh, they had a fairly decent record, I think they were 10-2, and two, and they came in here and, and played us, and we knocked them off. And, uh, you know, but since then, they, they, they've, they've fell, fell on some rough times. But, you know, that, that's just the way it is. Your, your programs are up and they're down, and, uh, you know, Topeka's just in a down valley right now. Well, no doubt. And this is a team that is going to come in running an offense similar to Derby's. They're going to try and spread things out and see how that goes. But it's a team that's only averaging 10.6 points per game. So you know they're going to have their hands full. Quarterback Peyton Wheat, he's a six foot 190 pounder. Last week he was 20 for 28 for 173 yards and a touchdown. So Throwing the ball 28 times in a game, you know, we go back to Derby, and I think Derby tried to throw the ball five times last week, but you don't need to when you when you total, your rushing totals over 500 yards. Yeah, uh, they, they will probably try to put the ball up in the air against us tonight. Uh, I mean, obviously, last week they had a hard time running the football uh, at Hayes, but uh, I, I figure that I, I'm hoping they're going to have a hard time running it tonight, but uh, I'm sure they're going to throw that thing up in the air and the Panther defense is going to have to play it. Well, running backs Tavante Ewing, a 5970 pounder, Isaiah Kincaid, 6 foot 190 and Anton Norda at 5'10", 155. Those are the guys we expect to see the ball, but again, they're they're also guys that are going to come out of the backfield trying to catch the football. They're going to as we said, they're going to try and spread things out. Doyle an offensive line that's uh you know, they're, they're a decent size. They're not overly big. They've got, uh, you know, you look across the line, 6'2", 175, 6'3", 270, 6'2", 250, 6'1", 210. So, again, not overly huge, but uh, that may be a little bit of uh, more of their experience as far as the offense goes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to have their work cut out for them tonight. But, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, Coach uh, Kelly's going to have them ready to go. Uh, they, you know, again, they, they fell on some hard times the last couple of years, but, the way you get out of those hard times is you just keep working at it and keep digging at it, and uh, eventually you'll you'll be out of them. We're we're probably what ten minutes away from the start of the ball game, but you know we still got a lot of information to pass along to you guys in our pregame. Well, no doubt there's a you know we'll get to go on to Derby and what happened with the Panthers last week. Derby, as I said, the 545 total yards last week. Doyle, again, all of it on the ground. There was no passing yardage. One of the things Coach, talk, Coach Clark talked to us just a little bit about was, uh, you know, we got to be able to throw the football. And, you know, I looked at him and grinned. I said, Coach, uh, we've all been around this thing a long time. You know, you can say that, but why do you have to worry about passing when you get 545 yards on the ground? Well, yeah, but, you know, again, we, we've got to be – I think we've got, he's right. We've got to be able to pass, even though we're, we're rolling up some good yardage because, uh, you know, passing is uh, – you know, that's part of the game to keep them honest. Otherwise, they'll be cranking eight, nine guys in the box and have two safeties deep, and, and you know, or the safeties will be there and the corners will be deep, 
and uh, they'll be playing the run. Well, you know, the, the other thing to look at is we talk about how we progress each week, and this Panther team has obviously gotten much better every week. How about the Panther defense holding uh, their opponent for two weeks in a row now? We've held opponents to under 220 yards of total offense. That speaks volumes for our defense. Well, yeah, it does, and, and it's a good way to start the playoffs. Uh, golly, uh, uh, you, go holding, you go holding schools to that that number of yards and – and man, that's got to pump you up. You got to be ready to go every week, and that can't do any harm in getting you ready. Well, individual leaders last week. Again, Brock Zerger was 0 for 5 throwing the football. Didn't really, you know, and that was a game that didn't really matter. But in the rushing attack, Dylan Edwards, 16 touches, 292 yards, three touchdowns. Brock Zerger, 19 touches, 226 yards, and three touchdowns. And then you throw in Derek Hubbard with four touches for 13 and a touchdown. Again, a big night for the Panthers on the ground. Yeah, and, and again, like you said, last week it didn't matter that we didn't complete any passes. We did throw five, and, uh, you know, that keeps them on us. But, uh, you know, it, it really didn't matter last week because the, the kids really – offensive line opened those holes. There was big lanes for uh, – our running backs and our quarterback to run through. So, you know, it was, it was a total team effort on offense. Well, and you, you know, let's go ahead and get into some of our regular season offensive stats. And you, know, you look at the passing and it kind of shows what we talked about. And I can see why Coach Clark wants to improve on that. Brock Zerger, 52 for 94 attempts for 773 yards, six touchdowns, four interceptions, throwing at a 55% completion rate. Braxton Clark coming in and spelling him off the bench. He was 9 for 11 for 85 yards, two touchdowns, and 82%. So, again, if you're Coach Clark, you look at how many near we've had with Brock Zerger where he just barely missed his receivers. and You throw in a few more of those catches, and you know you're all of a sudden, as a high school quarterback, if you're clipping along at 65 or 70%, things look pretty bright. Yeah, because I, I can remember uh, I can remember over the course of the regular season lots of passes that were just out of the reach of the receivers just a, a hair worth of timing so yeah what what you said is 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 for sure the way it is and uh hopefully they need to hopefully they'll get a little bit better at that and uh like you said improve that up to 60 percent or something and and uh, that'll that'll really make them hard to hard to compete with well and, and well, dylan edwards as far as rushing 128 attempts, 1,293 yards, 19 touchdowns, averaging 10.1 yards per carry. And I have people go, well, you know, I know a back over here that has 2,000 yards. Your guy that's supposed to be the All-American's got 1,300 yards. It's like what you fail to realize is that Dylan Edwards sits on the bench most of the second half, so he doesn't have those stats. But, again, pretty impressive by Dylan. Brock Zerger, 92 touches, 875 yards, 12 TDs. Again, 9.5 yards per carry, and Derek Hubbard, 32 touches for 280 yards, five touchdowns, 8.7 yards per carry. Doyle, I don't think there's any team anywhere that wouldn't take three guys that are averaging over eight and a half yards per carry. Oh, I, I don't either. If, as a coach, yes, you'd love that. And, uh, you know, Dylan Edwards, his, his yardage is down a little bit from what it was last year. But like you said, he, he spends time on the on the bench. They, lot, you know, there have been two couple of games anyway that he's uh, been out before the first half. And, uh, you know, you, you can't you can't accumulate any yardage if you're sitting on the bench but uh you know he's had a good year uh zerger's had a good year carrying the, the football and so has hubbard so all three of those guys you know that 
I'm sure there isn't a coach in the in the state that would turn down either one of them, any one of those. Uh, receiving our leader, Colton Rudy, he's got 17 catches, 301 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Nathan Keener has 14 catches for 264. Trayvon Rose, nine for 105 in a TD. And Dylan Edwards coming out of the backfield, 10 catches for 92 and two TDs. Again, somewhere that the Panthers probably want to improve on. Uh, the, the Panther offense scoring 49 points per game, while the defense just gives up 24 points per game. And that leads us right into those defensive guys. And they don't always get all the credit the, you know, that the running back and the quarterback get. But uh, at this point, our top, top five tackles, no surprise here, Miles Wash, 83 tackles, 44 of them solo, 39 assists. Sam Same, 49 tackles. Britton Pasquale, 36 tackles, and keep in mind, 14 of those are solo, and Doyle, he hadn't, he's missed a lot of games due to injury. Yes, yes, he has. Roman Bowden, 36 tackles, and Kamari Geddes, a guy that uh, really is fairly new to this tackle football game, uh, 31 tackles, 22 of them solo, and I read a little quick article about him this week that one of his objects is to become more aggressive in the playoffs. And, you know, when you, when you hear his story and find out that he really didn't play tackle football until he was in eighth grade, Pretty impressive to think that he's out here competing for one of the most powerful 6A schools in the state. No doubt about it. He's had a good year. The whole team has had a good year. They're they're six and two. That yeah, they've lost a couple, uh, lost a couple games. But you know, one of them was by one point, and the other one was was by a field goal in overtime. So you know, they've they've been in it the whole time, and they've won a couple of close games. Which uh, you know, those kind of games are are what carries you on into the playoffs, and that's where we're at right now. We're in the playoffs where if you lose tonight. You check your equipment in tomorrow. Yeah, it makes it a little. And, and let's throw into tonight with senior night. So all the senior parents and everybody walk the track. So it's a big night here in Derby. And, you know, and I know you got to get on to your, uh, your lineups. But, you know, you, I've had several people go, God, how, how does Derby plan senior night on opening night of playoffs? And it's like, you know, it's just a tradition that we've had. And, you know, it's a nice luxury when you have a winning program. Yes, it is, and uh, the captains are heading out to the middle of the field, so that's going to give us a little bit of a break. We'll get the starting lineups as we have them for the Panthers. Uh, on the offensive side, one tackle, freshman Max Robinson, 6'2", 240. The other tackle is senior Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 240. <clears throat> one of the guards, senior Wyatt Jackson, six foot two fifty. The other guard is senior... Kayani Indy, 5'8", 215, and I'm saying Indy because I just butcher his last name and the coaches call him Indy, so that's what I'll call him. Center, senior Austin Ediger, 6'1", 270. One wide receiver, senior Caleb Brown, 6'2", 185. Junior Colton Rudy, 6'175". Senior Nathaniel Keener, 5'10", 170. And senior Trayvon Rose, 5'10", 180. Quarterback, senior Brock Zerger. Six foot one eighty five. Starting running back, senior Dylan Edwards, five nine one sixty five. But seeing action at that position also will be junior Derek Hubbard at five eight one sixty five. The specialist, the kicker is Grady Jessup. Holder Braxton Clark, long snapper Cade Shelton, and the punter is Camden Cooper. Now on the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line. Junior Mason Hopper, 5'10", 190. Senior Samuel Same, 6'5", 215. And senior LaShawn Davis at 6'2", 248. 
Outside backers, senior Roman Bowden, 6'1", 190. Senior Garrett Hounsell, 6'1", 180. Inside backers, senior DJ Spring, 5'11", 185. And senior Miles Wash, 5'11", 215. Quarterback, senior Kamari Geddes, 5'7", 150. And junior Damare Baker, 6'1", 180. Your safeties are sophomore Easton Splain, 5'11", 170, and senior Cade Sheldon, 6'200". Those are your starting lineups as we have them. Well, Doyle Topeka did win the opening toss. They've elected to defer to the second half. They will be starting tonight's game defending the south end zone. And, Doyle, like I said, I don't know that it matters tonight. When we got here, it was blowing out of the northeast at 5 or 6, but you look down, and when we were down on the field, it really is almost still right now. Yeah, it it's, it's not, should not affect uh, the passing game either direction. Uh, again, you look at the flag, and it's it's hanging very limp. Uh, uh, it, it, it's going to be a good night for football. It, it's not too cold. It's not too hot. And uh, the kids should respond in a positive way because uh, – uh, Sometimes the heat will affect them, but I don't believe the heat's going to bother them at all tonight. Well, Derby's in, uh, I guess they're Kelly green pants with, the kids tell me, I know you and I used to say they were black jerseys, but the kids tell me the proper term is gunmetal gray, and uh, with, with Kelly green numbers and white helmets, Topeka's in all white with dark helmets. So, again, Panthers, with their color combination that we talked about, it's a nice look tonight. Yes, it is. It, it's it's an unusual look for them, but I mean, I haven't seen them use this look at all this year. But uh, it, it's it is certainly a nice look for the kids. We're ready to go. It looks like uh, Hubbard is on the near side or far side. Edwards is on the near side. Kicking off. It looks like it's number twenty-four, Josiah Mack, and it's going to be a pooch kick, caught at about the 31, out to the 40, still on his feet, 45, broke into the open. He could score. He's going to get a block. He has to beat one guy. It's it's Edwards out front with that block. It's a touchdown, Panthers, with 14 seconds gone in the first quarter. Panthers have taken the lead 6-0. Well, Doyle, we knew coming in, Coach Clark talked about that they probably weren't going to kick, kick the long ball. Instead, they kicked the short ball, and, and they just didn't play it very well. I mean, we, we got some yardage. We spun out of a tackle, and then the guy that really led him into the end zone was Dylan Edwards by leading, having the lead block. And again, you know, within uh, just a couple seconds, Panthers yeah. are up on Topeka. We, we've talked about Dylan Edwards' competitiveness on the field, and, and right there's another example of it. Extra point is good. Panthers lead 7-0 with 14 seconds gone in the first quarter. That's another example for it. I recognized him. He was four, five, six yards ahead of the running back, and he just stayed there, and he threw a block. And, uh, you know, that's just Dylan Edwards. That, that's his total team concept for him. Well, what a, what a nice job of reversing your field. And you break out and you come to the Panther sideline and you look up and you got a lot of open turf in front of you. And then you got Dylan Edwards, the burner, you know, leading the way and saying, come on, follow me into the end zone. And, you know, really just uh, a great special teams effort by the Panthers early on and not how you want to come into Derby if you're Topeka. No, I, I – uh... I had a couple people ask me today at lunch if they, they had heard that this might be a tough game for the Panthers. Uh, uh, I guess all I can say is in the first 14 seconds, it, you know, Panthers kind of handled that kickoff pretty good. 
Well, and it's not a far drive. It's just, you know, really a couple hours from here. And, you know, you look over and Pika did not bring a very good crowd tonight. I mean, it's very sparse over there. And, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know whether they'd all decide to stay home and listen on the radio, I guess. Well, right right now there's 23 people on the other side. I, I just counted them right quick. And, uh, yeah, you're right. They didn't bring They didn't bring too many people. So if there's 23 and one leaves, how many is over there? 22. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Panthers are kicking off. Nice high end over end. It's going to come down and into the end zone, so they'll have the ball to start Topeka. We'll have it on the 20-yard line, first down, 10 yards to go. Well, Doyle, that's another one of those respect things because that ball hit on about the one-yard line, and so it was easily catchable, but Topeka opted to say, hey, we'll start this thing on our 20 instead of watching the with watching the uh, Panther jerseys come running downfield at them. It'll be first and 10. As we said, Panthers lead this one early, 7-0. Topeka has trips to the far side. Wheat's the quarterback. They have a single wide out to the near side. And they kind of hand it off. Panthers shut that off for very little, no gain. In fact, he's going to lose a yard or two. You know, and you, you figure coming in here, they threw the ball 28 times last week. You figure that's what they're going to do. I wasn't going to be surprised if they didn't open up with a pass, but uh, opening play, you know, Doyle, you start the game with a kickoff return and then your first first play of the game, you lose a couple yards. That was Tavante Ewing carrying the football. It's going to be second and 12 from the 18. Panthers split. Back to pass, and the pass is in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. He was open. I don't know how far he would have got, but uh, he was open. Panthers had it covered pretty good. That was just a little out route, about a three-yard out route. You're right, the ball just went through his hands. Those are those, uh, you know, maybe I'm hearing footsteps behind me drops. So that stopped the clock with 11.04 left. Again, it's already 7-0 Panthers. Topeka has it on their own 18. Again, third down and long. Panthers showing blitz. And they drop back into coverage. And it's going to be incomplete. Coverage out there by K looked like Cade Shelton. So Topeka's going to have to punt. And the Panthers are going to get just super field position. Well, exactly. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here looking, and, again, it just tells you sometimes the strength of a program. You look over at the Topeka sidelines, Doyle, and there's not a lot of kids. I mean, there really isn't a lot of players. Derby spans the whole field, it seems like, but not a lot of people on the roster for Topeka. Yeah, I noticed that when I was converting the roster uh, yesterday, that uh, they didn't have very many kids on, the, on their roster. Good snap, good hold, good kicks. Going to drive Edwards back to his own 40. And he's going to be tackled. Nice, nice one-on-one -on -one tackle out there at about the 48-yard line of Topeka. Looked like on the on the tackle, Zane Smith for the Trojans. Derby's got a player down out on the field about the five-yard line. It, we nearly blocked the punt, and and then uh, immediately the young man didn't get back up off the turf. And uh, let's hope he it turns out to be okay. Yeah, he. 
hopefully he just got the wind knocked out of him or something. I don't I don't see that he's you know he's kind of kind of rolling around like he might have had the wind knocked out of him. Uh, he's not grabbing a limb or anything like that. So hopefully that's all it is. Well, you give the give the officials a lot of credit because after the ball was punted, it looked like one of our guys maybe ran into the punter, got blocked into the punter. And official was standing right there, and no flag came out, and he shook his head no, and you know so good good no call by the officials. Well, you know how I am. I, uh, you know, if, if if it doesn't look good to me, I, I say something about it. But, you know, the last four or five weeks, maybe six weeks, the officiating has been spot on. It's been, you know, just pretty good calls. You know, the calls that we, you and I, couldn't uh, couldn't really disagree with. And, uh, you know, it, but that's the way it should be. You know, especially now in these postseason games, uh, you want the best out there, and. I'm sure the Activities Association assigns the best that they can. Well, no doubt. it's, uh, and, and I think as we go into the playoffs further, that happens even more so that you, you start giving the guys that are having good seasons uh, you know, more games. And looks like we're getting the young man up. I'm trying to pick up a number. Looks like Damari Baker. Yeah, that is who it is. But he's not putting any weight on his right leg, so that's not a good thing. Hopefully they'll. Hopefully he'll just walk that off. He's he's a. Damari is a pretty good cog in the defense. He's he's played safety to start the year, and then they moved him out to corner when Cade Shelton got healthy. And uh, he, he's somebody the Panthers need. Uh, we you know, and you and I have talked about it mm-hmm. a lot that that it'd be nice just to have our starters out there for one game this year. Yeah, and I feel a little better. The closer he gets to the sideline, he's starting to put a little bit more weight on probably, you know, again, hard to say whether ankle, knee, but, yeah, let's hope we need we need Damari for sure. Well, hopefully he'll walk that off, but, you know, I don't know that we need him that much tonight as, as we're going to need him in the future. Hopefully he'll walk it off. Pitch to... Edwards, he gets to the outside. Nobody's set the edge. And he picked up six, seven on first down at the 40-yard line of Topeka. Panthers lead 7-0 after a punt return by the Panthers. Kick return. Opening kick. Excuse me, it was a kickoff return. It was a kick. Maybe I should have just said (laughs) kick. That makes it generic. (laughs) Now we've got Zerger, 30, 25, just short of the 20 at about the 22-yard line goes Brock Zerger. Well, Brock did a good job that time. The snap was high. He went up in the air for it, came down, didn't really have the opportunity to fake like he'd like to, but found a large running lane. First and 10, Panthers lead 7-0. They're on the move. Quick pass, and it would have been caught, but I think uh, Panthers, it looks like they're going to get called for procedure. Well, and, I, and, you know, Topeka kind of jumped first, and I don't think they came way all the way across. You know, sometimes it makes those offensive linemen flinch, and they stand up, and I think that's what you're going to see the Panthers get called for there. Well, here, here's what I noticed. We had three guys open. Zerger had three guys to choose from in terms of uh, his pass, and it was caught out there by Keener, but it did not count. Now it's first down and looks like 15. Pitched back to Edwards, gets to the outside. He's going to outrun everybody. Touchdown. 
Wow. And that wouldn't be anything fancy at all. It's just an obvious pitch out to Edwards. You know, you, you, Topeka didn't set the edge at all. I mean, you look up and you thought the guys are maybe coming over, and Dylan just turned on the afterburners and uh, took it into the house standing up. He did. There, I mean, he scored fairly easy on that one, probably 20. I'm guessing it was about a 27-yard touchdown run by Dylan Edwards. The Panthers now lead 13-0 with 9.59 left. Extra point is up, and it is good. Panthers now lead 14-0 early early in the first quarter. Tonight's radio broadcast of Panther football on Alive 105.9. KDKQ is sponsored by these great derby businesses, Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, DNB Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants, and DM Mechanical. If you're in these guys' businesses, let them know you heard their ad on Friday Night Football on a live 105. Well, Doyle, it's... Uh... 9.59 to left left here in the first quarter, and Panthers are up 14 to nothing. I, I know that's not how Coach Kelly wanted to come into Derby, but, you know, you got a plan for this thing, but you don't give up an opening kickoff and then give up touchdowns as easily as they did, or it's going to be a really long night. Yeah, what, what I noticed, though, was Topeka, 10 seconds after the extra point, they were outstanding on the field in their, in their kick re- return positions there weren't any huddle or anything they just went right out so they're ready to go high end over end it's going to be fielded in the end zone so they'll have it on the 20 Topeka and uh, they trailed I don't want to say big but they trailed 14-0 early early in the first quarter <laughs> and I and I don't mean anything horrible by this but that kick return team's got a lot of practice this year well, yeah, you give up 55 <laughs> points a game. That's, uh, you know, that's a problem. First and 10 from the 20 for the Trojans. They show a man in motion, and they hand it straight ahead. He gets, well, he's going to fall forward. They're going to give him maybe a yard, so it's going to be second and nine. Yeah, very little running room on the play. Doyle already quick some quick scores. Junction City seven, Wichita South zero, and Wichita Northwest seven, Wichita Southeast zero. So some some uh, action, local action from around here. Yeah, they they're they're familiar with them with each other. Those four teams, and so you know they play each other in the regular season, and then they draw them. And I think the other one is North, and it's up at uh, uh, Manhattan. Quick pass to the outside. It's caught. And it's about a five-yard gain. It's going to be out to the 26, where it's going to be third down and four for the Trojans. Just a quick pass out in the flat. You know, you led me right into that Manhattan North score. Manhattan eight, Wichita North zero. It's going to be third. Yeah, third and four. They need to get to the 30. They're on the 26. Well, if you're Topeka, you got to get out of this side of the field. you got to get some breathing room. Defense. 
On the kick, or on the handoff, excuse me, they pick up two more yards. They're going to be third down, fourth down now, and two from the 28. I think you were like me. You got excited. It looked like maybe there was going to be a big running lane, and Panthers filled it very quickly. Doyle puts Topeka in that fourth and at about three-yard line, three to go. I mean, I don't think you have a choice but to punt the ball. Yeah, you, you, you know, if it was third quarter or something, maybe you go for it, and you're, you know, but right now I think you got to punt it. I, I'll be surprised if they go for it. They might. Fourth down and two. They have the offense on the field still. Yep, they're going to go for it, and they got it. It was just a quick out route. They picked up four yards on the play, maybe five. They got a first down. Well, pretty gutsy call by Coach Kelly in a lot of ways, but then again, you come in and you're a humongous underdog. You're already down 14. You know, why not? Why not throw all your uh, cards on the table and see what happens? That time it worked. Again, just a quick out route. Quarterback got rid of it quickly. First down. Topeka out to the 34. Back to pass. And it's just overthrown. Panthers had a couple of guys out there in position, but uh, the ball was overthrown to the intended receiver. It's going to be second down and 10. I think the intended receiver was Zane Smith if our roster is correct. Well, Topeka, again, they're trying to spread the field out uh, as much as they can, and sometimes that's what you do when you know you don't have any kind of a rushing attack. Second and 10. Panthers lead 14-0, 7.20 to go in the first quarter. Back to pass. Now the Panthers putting some pressure on the quarterback. He's running out of the pocket, just gets it away. It's going to be caught. Man, that was... The receiver for Topeka got in behind the Panthers. They lost track of him. And uh, quarterback just kind of lofted it out there, and he caught it like a center fielder, and there wasn't a Panther near him. First down in Panther territory. Panthers closed pretty quickly and delivered a big blow on the sideline, but not until the ball now has moved across midfield. But, but again, the, the secondary lost track of that receiver, and he was wide open. First and 10 from the 44 now for Topeka. They trail 14-0, but they're on the move. And they hand it off to Ewing, and I believe he gets a yard, maybe a yard and a half on first down. It's going to be second down and eight and a half, nine yards to go for the Trojans. Doyle, again, tonight's uh, online stream is brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Uh, Tonight, listeners in uh, Norman, Oklahoma, Washington, uh, Maryland, uh, Baltimore, sorry, kind of messing this up, trying to read them, Kansas City, Chicago, Ohio, Houston, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Phoenix, and many more. Again, once a Panther, always a Panther. Second nine, back to pass. Now he drops the ball down. It looks like it looks like he might have been in the front of the line of scrimmage. They're going to throw a, yeah, they're going to throw a flag now, and I think that's what they're going to get him for, and, and a, Illegal forward pass. That's what it looks like. I'm probably going to butcher this one, but I saw the one was Halen Thorpe, Maryland. I'm told that's near Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. That was against Derby. 
Wow. I'm, I missed the whole thing there. I, I certainly, that was a personal foul against Derby. And, and that moved the ball all the way down inside the 30-yard line to the 28-yard line. So that was quite a penalty. Well, and, Panthers uh, are giving this Manhattan team some breaks here. I mean, a couple of penalties, lost a receiver downfield when we nearly sacked the quarterback. So, uh, you know, things that don't uh, will not make Coach uh, coach uh, very happy. Well, it looked like he was past the line of scrimmage to me when he threw the football, and I thought that's what they were throwing the flag because the referee threw the flag. Anyway, it's first down. Back to pass, quick pass over the middle. Out of the hands of the intended receiver, he was open. Well, it was tipped by a Panther D-back, and he knocked the ball straight out of it, out of his hands. So good play by the Panthers. But uh, we knew, like I said, Panthers can't be surprised by the fact that Topeka's throwing the ball like this. Well, no, that, that's yeah, after last week, minus 31 total yards. You, you know that's probably their offense right there is what we're seeing. And uh, this this might be good for the Panthers. Second and 10 from the 28. Panthers lead 14-0. Timeout Topeka. And we've got a timeout Topeka. So, you know, they've moved the ball from their 20 down inside the Panther 20 or 30 to the uh, 28-yard line. uh, And they moved it really on just a couple of plays, a couple of plays and a penalty. And, you know, that kind of was a bugaboo for the Panthers last week was was penalties. They they had a lot of... uh, I think, what, three, maybe four 15-yarders last week. And uh, so they need to be careful on that. I don't know what was all about that personal foul thing. I didn't see it, but evidently the referees did. Well, Doyle, back to a couple of these area scores, and, and, and some of the favorites are doing just what's happening here at Derby so far. Mays all over Salina South, 21-0 first quarter. Lawrence and Heights tied up 7-all. Manhattan 16 north, 0 Northwest 14, Southeast 0, and uh, Garden 7, Campus 0. So, again, teams that are supposed to be winning big are doing just that right now. Well, I, I was kind of surprised at the uh, Lawrence score. I I had in my little bracket, I had them advancing over Wichita Heights. I, I figured that, you know, because Heights has been down in the last few years, and uh, but, you know, they're well, right now playing that well. Yeah, that now, right now that game's seven all, and I'm with you. I think Heights is one of those teams that could sneak up on you though too. They've got a lot of great athletes. Second and ten from the twenty-eight yard line. Back to pass. Got a man out in the flat. He's going to get knocked down after about a five-yard gain, maybe six. We'll see where they spot it. It's going to be third third down and five. Again, Panthers, uh, they didn't have much pressure on the quarterback, and you can you can wait that other half account to get that guy open. Well, yeah, it's a little pass out in the flat, and all you got to do is read it as a defensive back, and you're going to take it back to the house because there's no one that's going to get in your way. So it's now third and five. Long five. Motion. Panthers blitz. They handed the ball. 
big hole right where the blitzers came through. That's where the guy had the ball, and he picked up a first down down to the 15-yard line. Yeah, and that's the that's the bad thing about blitzing. If you blitz and you read it right, you blow up the play. That time Panthers blitzed, they had two guys get in the backfield, but the running back just slipped off the uh, inside shoulder of them, picked up uh, enough for the first down. Well, this has been a pretty good drive for Topeka. Again, it started on their 20. They're down inside the Panther 15 at the 14, first down and 10. Yeah, they've been helped by a penalty and, and you know, a long pass, but still. Back to pass. Now he's being pressured, just throws it up. I think it was incomplete. Oh, it was. It was knocked to the ground. So, you know, and a flag on the field, so we'll see what that call is. Has to be holding. Panthers had some guys coming through some gaps. It is holding. So that'll that'll at least set Topeka back a little bit because up to this point, they've kind of had their uh, had all the uh, breaks go their way. Yeah, that'll move it back 10 yards. That'll get it on about the 25. they got to get down to around the 5 for a first down, so that'll make it uh, first and 20 for Topeka. Panthers lead this one 14-0. We're just under six minutes left in the first quarter. Panthers scored on a kickoff return and a run by Dylan Edwards. Topeka's moving the ball right now. Back to pass. Again, the quarterback, he pulls it down. He's going to throw it into the end zone. Panthers had it defended, and it's out of bounds. Yeah, the ball was well thrown out of bounds, but Doyle, you know, you got to look at, at, at what's going on here. I mean, he eluded one Panther defender. Probably the wise decision was to run the football because he kind of picked up some pretty good yards. Instead, he just threw the ball up into the end zone. It was well out of bounds and uh, brings up a, a second down. That stops the clock with five and a half minutes left in the first. Again, Panthers are ahead, 14-0. Again, you know, Topeka's really, you know, they, they've made made some adjustments evidently because they have been able to move the, the football on the Panther defense on this particular drive. The Panthers in a 3-4 Formation. They give it straight ahead. He goes nowhere. In fact, he might lose a yard. That's Ewing. Well, Be- Wheat, the quarterback, uh, he's a six foot, hundred and ninety pounder, good sized kid. Well, if you watch film on Derby, the elusiveness. I mean, you you got to realize that that might be a little weak spot in Derby is when you're able to get outside the pressure. That you know, we we play pretty tight on our coverage. That uh, there are some running lanes. Now, Wheat's a pretty good athlete. He is a senior, however. Clock moving, 450. Panthers lead 14-0, third down and 20. Back to pass. Panthers chasing the quarterback. They got to him, and he just got the ball away. Yeah, he had a lot of pressure on him. Wheat did a great job just getting rid of the football. Falls incomplete and brings up fourth and 22. But, Doyle, that was an athletic move just to get rid of the football. It looked like it might have been Mason Hopper chasing the quarterback down. And, again, if he'd have been a half a count sooner, it would have been a nice sack. 
well, Mason Hopper and a couple other guys. I mean, they, we had Panthers in the backfield immediately, and again, Wheat did a good job just getting rid of it. Hensy play. Fourth and 20. Again, they've got to get, now we've got a timeout, another timeout by Topeka, so that's two timeouts just on this drive. So they're down to one for the half. They they trail 14-0. Kevin, I think, uh, you know, that, that pressure they put on the last play, that might be the shape of things to come. Well, and as we said last week, I think we had negative yards. He got sacked so many times, so Panthers need to keep that pressure on him. You know, if you're Coach uh, Kelly here, smart move calling the timeout. You're you're in Panther territory. You got an opportunity here, but you got what fourth and twenty-two. You you, you know you got to call. You got to dial up the right play. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's it's all or nothing for Topeka, really. So you got to take chances down in deep in Panther territory, you know, if you don't get it, Panthers are going to get the ball back. Uh, but if you do get it, then you'll be first and goal inside the five-yard line. Yeah, Lawrence now has jumped up on Heights 14-7. to Manhattan all over north 24-0. So some of those scores uh, keep rolling in. Uh, we, we've got a guy that hands us all these scores that does a great job. Yeah, he does. Fourth down, 441 left, 22 yards to go. Motion, four wideouts to the far side of the field. Quarterback going to take it on a keeper, and he's going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be Panther football from about the 20, probably 5 or 26-yard line. It, it looked like he had a bit of a lane. The Panthers closed pretty fast. Well, Doyle, what they did, and again, that's just watching film. I, I mean, the quarterback stayed back in the shotgun, and when he felt the pressure, he stepped inside of it. These pro quarterbacks do it all the time, and that's what he did. He stepped inside of it, and he really wanted to throw the football. I mean, that was his object, but Panthers got him from behind. 4.33 left. Panthers take over on their own 20 Looks like 27-yard line. Edwards, this is going to be a touchdown, too. Yep, touchdown. <laughs> wow. Really no contest. I mean, he took one side step and then just took off. And I think Topeka knew it. I think everyone in the stadium knew what was going to happen. And uh, Here's you know. one thing I noticed. Uh, when he broke, the cornerback uh, had his back to the play. He was following our receiver. And he never, I mean, Edwards was by him 10 yards before he realized what had happened. So, you know, good job by the Panthers. The, the receiver must have decoyed him because he didn't even, anyway, it's 20 to nothing. Well, great blocking by the Panther offensive line. But if you're Dylan Edwards, all you really are doing right now is uh, you're lining up for the 100-yard, 100 100-meter 100 sprints. I mean, that's what it is. And the all-important extra point is good. So here in the first quarter still, it's, 4.22 left. Panthers have upped the lead to 21-0. And again, uh, you know that Topeka's in their kickoff formation. There's no no talking on the sidelines. they just getting right in their formation. And uh, the referees are in a bit of a chat in the end zone. Well, 
and again, if you're Topeka, I'm not, and I'm not just making light of it, but they, this kick return team has been back there a lot. I mean, not just tonight, but every game they're giving up so many points. And so they're out there. We'll see how the Panthers kick to them. I, I know our, our guy that gives us our scores, and, again, he does a fantastic job. Not something I'd want to do, but he updated me on the Panther score that we were up 21-0. to zero. He did? Good for, <laughs> man, that's a great job on his part. He saw it before the scoreboard posted it. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers are up 21-0. You know, the last kick, uh, we kicked uh, nearly Topeka. They, they, the ball barely, barely got into the end zone. So let's see if uh, where we kick this ball to. It's going to be deep into the end zone. That was, Grady got his whole leg into that one. That was, uh, that was a pretty deep ball there. That, that was past the lettering in the end zone. So... That's yeah, I knew the, the minute his leg got into it, it's like, okay, I shouldn't have said anything because there was no I, no, no doubt that that ball wasn't going to get returned. You know, we got a fire going on over over there. If you people are listening to us. Keep that fire going. It looks pretty good. <laughs> Just yeah, I on think there's the, fires the, across the street, too, fire pits uh, running across Madison. So, you know, beautiful night for football, crisp fall night. Uh, couldn't ask for anything more. Yep, got a couple fires going. Northeast corner of the field. First and 10 from the 20. Motion. And on a handoff, Panthers kind of stuffed that. Probably a half a yard, maybe a yard loss. It was Again, it was uh, Ewing on the carry. Yeah, Panthers have not given up any yardage up the middle. And that time they sent a guy in motion trying to run up the heart of the Panther defense. And uh, just uh, tough yardage tonight. Ewing goes out, and they looks like I, I can't pick up a number, but I think it's uh, Gardenhire coming into the game for the Trojans. Now they're in a almost a straight, no, it isn't a straight T, but they got three men in the backfield maybe to help protect the quarterback back to pass. And the ball was just a bit behind the receiver, and he, he kind of, Kind of got it in his hands, but our defensive back reached up and slapped it out. Uh, about a seven-yard slant play, and Panther defense was uh, great to knock it out. Doyle, who, who was it that knocked that one out? Was that Splain? Yeah, I think it was Splain. So a good defensive play by the Panthers. Again, nothing fancy. Those sometimes are hard to, to uh, guard against, but uh, the Panthers were on the spot. Splain is a... Uh... I believe he's a sophomore, 5'11", so getting playing time like he is, and he's been doing a good job. Back to pass, kind of put it through the hands of, of Same and was complete and a first down out in the flat. Again, uh, you know, Panthers were there, but they were there late. Yeah, Wheat throws a nice ball. I mean, he, he spins it. I mean, he really does. So that's going to be a first down all the way out to the 34. So they picked up 14 yards on, on third down. Clock's in no, no hurry at all. I mean, they're, they're, they're getting their plays in from the sideline. Very, uh, not, not any hurry whatsoever. Five seconds on the play clock. They got it off. Again, they hand it off. And he's going to lose a, at least a yard, maybe two, 
on first down. You know, I understand you got to run the ball some, keep keep teams honest, but literally Topeka has had no success whatsoever up the middle. I mean, you know, run 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 something off uh, tackle, run, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe they can't run sweeps well, but uh, everything's been between the tackles, and uh, I, I don't think they've gained any yards. 21-0, Panthers, 2.30 left. We're still just in the first quarter. Back to pass. Now pressure. Done a good job getting away from the pressure. Think the Panthers intercepted. No, he dropped it. But we had good coverage out there. Well, give Weed a ton of credit because you're right. We had three Panthers breathing down his neck. He did a little spin move to get out of the pressure and had presence of mind to still try and find a receiver uh, on the sideline. But, uh, yeah, Topeka was lucky there that the Panthers didn't pick it. Looked like we might have at least knocked it down because we had good coverage. Well, Doyle, I think that was Splain again. That's a good job. Third and long. Panthers showing blitz. And they are blitzing. Oh, we got a hold that was... I can't believe they didn't... <laughs> the pass is incomplete, but I can't believe they didn't pick up the hold. Well, and I see the Topeka coach really yelling at the white hat, but we had a guy that blitzed through, and you thought, oh, he's going to get there, and he was tackled from behind. I mean, you can see him come falling backwards with his jersey, and, uh, you know, they just didn't catch it. But it still brings up fourth and long. It's still fourth and 11. Two minutes left. Clock stopped because of the incompletion. And Topeka had success going forward on fourth down in their last drive, so they're going to do it again in their own territory at the 34-yard line. Back to pass goes Wheat. Now he's being chased. Cuts in front. Now he's going to be sacked. It's going to say he cuts inside a couple of rushers, and he was sacked at the 30-yard line. Yeah, there's just too many Panthers there. That time you look up, and there's four guys standing over Wheat's back, and you know we're we're pulling him down from behind. So. Uh, you know, again, I can't blame Coach Kelly. You're, you're down 21-0. You, you know, you're in a in a in a hostile environment. Throw all your cards on the table, and uh, that's what he did. That time, it didn't work. I'm I'm trying to follow the young man that made the tackle on the sack, and I can't see his number. I'm still following. Well, we got to go on to the next play. First and ten, Panthers from the Trojan 30. They lead 21-0. Back to pass. Got two guys open, caught, touchdown Panthers. <laughs> I was sitting there just kind of looking. I think, was that Keener? It looked like it was Rudy. Might be Rudy, yeah. I, we had two guys wide open, and I'm sitting there with my hands up like, golly, just find them. There's not a defensive back inside of them. It was really just pitch and catch. It was go out in the backyard, Billy, and run your, run your post route, and I'll hit you. And it was uh, an easy touchdown. Yeah, Panthers score in one play. That was a 30-yard 30 30-yard. 30 touchdown pass so that you know that's got to give uh zerger and the receivers a little confidence because he put it right on the numbers uh, the young man caught it in stride and as soon as he caught it it was a touchdown yeah uh, junction city now 14 wichita south zero and i think the the uh, heights people are not liking you after you kind of talked about them staying in that game it's now lawrence 21 wichita heights seven well, that's just you know that's just my bracket <laughs> I, uh, Manhattan all over Wichita North, 31 to nothing. 
Yeah, that's probably not a surprise to anyone. Panthers will be kicking off for the fourth time here in the first quarter. 28-0, Derby. Well, that, you know, that, that pass was just a result of, you know, being super concerned about Dylan Edwards in the backfield. All the, the corner and safety came up thinking run, run, run. And what's that result in is two guys open, wide open downfield. All you have to do is get the ball to them. And, and we've talked about that off air, you know, just sitting around shooting the breeze that, you know, if he, if he has a passing, a good passing night, then that's going to open up a lot of things. And uh, that was just a good pass, good pitch, good catch. Panthers score. Going to be caught at about the three. It's going to going to get out probably to the 22, 23 yard line where the Panthers will have their defense come out and take on the Trojans. First and ten. Yeah, that was more of a kind of low line drive kick. You knew it was going to be returnable because it hit about the ten yard line and. Uh, Topeka gets, uh, you know, decent field position at the 23. First and 10. Panthers have had four scores, well, three offensive scores, and they've been one or two play drives, so they haven't had the ball very much here in the first quarter. Uh, and it's going to be a should be a penalty. Yeah, they dropped the flag. False start. Looked like the tackle moved for uh, Topeka. So that's going to drive the ball back five yards back to the 18. Uh, Topeka was able to get out of their own territory on one drive due to you know a, a nice pass by Wheat that uh, got behind their defender and a couple penalties. And the rest of the ball game here in the first quarter has been played on in their uh, part of the field. pass and it's incomplete at about the 20 Panthers had that covered pretty good one of our linebackers well wait wait now we're putting pressure on him and he's having to try and get rid of the ball very quickly and that was just a quick throw out to his out man and uh, really was an uncatchable ball I'm thinking that might have been Roman Bowden on the coverage out there he got up a little bit well he's limping just a little bit but it looks like he's walking it off That'll bring up second and 15. Panthers up 28-0. Back to pass again. Being chased, just gets the ball off and throws it way out of bounds. So that was that was a smart play on Wheat's part. Uh, he he uh, did a good job again when he feels the pressure. He's got the presence of mind to just do a reverse spin and get out of it. And that time it wasn't working. I mean, we had a Panther all over him. And, you know, Wheat did the right thing. He was out between the tackles. And he was past that. And he just chucked the ball out of bounds. It's going to be third down. Third and 15. Panthers lead 28-0. Clock stopped with the incompletion. And they hand it off. He's going to be dropped for a three-yard loss by the Panther defensive. Defensive line is having some success tonight. That was Hopper on the play. 
And, well, I don't know what the design play call was, but it was going right up the middle again. And I think the young man took the handoff and went, oh, no, 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 no. And he tried to go sideways with it. And, you know, you got to run north and south, and uh, Derby uh, throws him for another loss. It's just a, you know, fourth and, and an eternity here, and Topeka is going to punt. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm get, taking a look. You had mentioned the number of players on the sideline, and, and it looks like there's just over 20 players on the on the Topeka sideline for a 6A program. That's Panthers nearly blocked that one. It's going to take a derby bounce. It looks like Uh-oh. Hubbard, and he's getting to the outside. He may take it to the house. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow. Wow. Derek Hubbard took a gamble on the ball. I mean, it took a bounce. He picked it up and started to the Panther sideline and then, you know, looked back and cut clear across the grain of the field. And he just takes it in for another easy Panther touchdown. You know, this, uh, you know, this, this has got to play hard on the, on the Topeka players. I mean, Panthers. Going back to those numbers you talked about, talking about how many kids are on the sideline. Understand, Derby had 25 seniors on this team that walked. Their parents walked with them tonight. 25 seniors. That's a that's a good number. Yeah. Extra point is good. So the Panthers are now up 35-0 with 35 seconds to go in the first quarter. And and you know it's It's going to be a long night probably for Topeka if if they can't slow this down. But so far, the Panthers have had, what, maybe uh, two, three minutes of uh, possession time tonight. They've they've only had one drive that's went three plays, I think. The rest of them have been one or two plays. So... Well, and, and we talk about body language all the time. And, you know, you really saw it after the first touchdown. The body language Topeka's showing is not good. I mean, it's a it's a, a beat-down attitude. And, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You're coming into a, to a heavyweight fight as the guy that's fighting his first boxing match. But, uh, you know, if you're Coach Kelly, at some point you got to get these guys, you know, hey, we're playing a good team, but we got to build. we got to progress. We don't give up. And right now they're a de- very deflated bunch. It, it looks like it. I mean, anyway, Panthers up 35-0, 35 seconds left of the first quarter. Jessup will be kicking off again. And it's going to go into the end zone. Not quite as far as the last one, but almost. So he got he got 98% of his leg into that one. So he's got a pretty good leg. And he'll be around next year. He's only a junior. Well, Doyle, I think to Derby, I, I know our soccer team's playing pretty well right now, and I think, aren't they going towards uh, the Topeka area or Kansas City area, I, I think, for their next uh, next match? I think Washburn Rule. Okay, yeah, they, they won their last uh, couple of matches, two matches last week, and, uh, you know, so congratulations to the soccer team as well. Yeah, soccer team's playing, they're playing tough, tough soccer right now. And they'll have they'll have a tough game against Washburn Rule, but they'll they'll come out on top. I hope they handed it off, and he gets maybe going to lose a yard probably. Be second down and uh, twelve or eleven for yeah, Doyle. That was more like your traditional T formation that you talk about. So we've seen a couple different formations out of Topeka tonight, and, and again, so far the running game just isn't there. Well, that that'll be the last play of the first quarter. Uh, you know, the Panthers have. 
really dominant, except for the one drive, Panthers have really dominated this football game. Again, there's a 12-minute quarter, and I'll bet the Panthers' possession time's only about two minutes. We'll know more about it at halftime. Panthers lead 35-0. We're just getting ready to enter the second quarter. This is Panther Football on Live 105, 105.9. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium uh, at the start of the second quarter, Panthers lead this one 35-0. Uh, and, and really, it, it's been all Panthers. I mean, except for one drive uh, penalty and, and uh, penalty-aided drive, Topeka really hasn't done much. And uh, Panthers have just only had the ball maybe eight or nine plays. A couple of kick returns for touchdowns. Second down and 11. And the ball's on the ground now. The quarterback picks it up. He just throws it up in the air. It's going to hit out of bounds at about the 40. So wasn't a Topeka receiver in the area. Well, we did a good job not going to the ground on the play. And, you know, again, give the kid, you know, some credit for presence of mind of uh, thinking, hey, I can't take this humongous loss. And he just chucks the ball. Uh, you know, over to the side, Panther sideline, and Doyle again. Topeka's got to get out of their their end of the field if they're going to have any success. Third down and looks like third down and eleven from their own nineteen. Again, they trail thirty-five zero. Panthers have had their way all evening so far, and they give it a, on a run again. And he's going to get maybe I don't know if he got back to the line of scrimmage. It's but if he did, it's going to be third down and long. That's fourth. No, it's and long. fourth down and long. Yeah, he he and you're you're looking at fourth and eleven. So once again, Topeka's you know, you know, I, there's one thing of throwing your cards on the table, but when you're when you're sitting down uh, where they're at right now, there isn't any throwing the cards on the table. You're just asking for uh, you know really bad things to happen. Be interesting to see if they punt one of our punt return guys, who, by the way, are going to be standing on uh, the Topeka High 40. Yeah, it's going to be excellent field position again for Derby. They already lead 35-0. Good punt. Backs up Hubbard into Panther territory at about the 40. Comes to the near side. That's Edwards, excuse me. He made a couple of guys miss. He's going to get to the outside. I think he's going to get... Tackled at about, it looks like inside the 10. Well, Edwards went all over the field on the play. I mean, he was uh, literally from sideline to sideline, and all that stopped him was he tried made that last cut 
out of the middle of the field to get to the uh, Topeka sideline. He's finally dropped down at, oh gosh, what is it, Doyle, the nine-yard line? Yeah, eight, Eight-yard line. <clears throat> so, again, nice run on a, on a play where you don't even know if Dylan Edwards was going to catch the ball because it was kicked over his head. He went back for it, but uh, just like that, Panthers are uh, in scoring position. With, with all his other offensive attributes, uh, Dylan Edwards has great hands. <clears throat> Hubbard's in the backfield. Edwards is wide. Hubbard, touchdown. Well, it was easy. I mean, let, let's call it what it was. It was an eight-yard touchdown that Hubbard just made one move and then just slides into the end zone uh, untouched. It's 41-0 with the all-important extra point to follow. So that's another one play, basically one play touchdown for the Panthers. Well, again, if you're Topeka, you know, it's it's really, really easy to look at the score now and get your dauber down. Extra point is good. So Panthers now lead 42-0 to zero with 10.44 to go in the second quarter. Tonight's radio broadcast of Panther football on Live 105.9. KDKQ is sponsored by these great Derby businesses. The Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library. Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie. Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. John Mendoza Photography. Fidelity Bank. Derby Nutrition. Fisher Media. El Magai Mexican Restaurant. And Derby Overhead. And as we always ask, if you're in these sponsors' businesses, tell them you heard their ad on Alive 105 on Friday night at the Derby football game. Well, Doyle, I'll tell you, it goes back to show you how fast we're scoring and how much our special teams are controlling the game. we got a 42-0 score here. We've run six plays for 165 yards. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I believe that. We have not had the football at all and because uh, every time we've touched it, it's been a big game. Jessup kicking off. And it's going to be high. It's going to be fielded at about the eight. And Panthers just lit the young man up at about. Oh man, they knocked the latch off his lunchbox. Uh, you say latch, I say bodacious. But that was a big hit. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big hit by the Panthers special teams. The returner, it looked like, was Tyler Coffee. A 5'10", 165-pound sophomore. And I'll, I'll slide in you there with your latch off the lunchbox because that was a big hit. No no question. <laughs> yeah, but I like the bodacious. <laughs> <laughs> First and 10 from the, looks like the 18. Panthers lead 42-0, 10.38 to go in the half. Back to pass goes Wheat. It looks like it was caught. Now they're saying no. It hit hit the ground. And that, that looked like it was intended for Elijah Kincaid. <clears throat> Doyle, it not only was it a little bit low, but they're going to have to be really careful because we had a, had, a, had a guy ready to pick that ball. Excuse and me. If, you, if you're Topeka, you just you got to figure out. I think they've only crossed midfield one time, and that was by a couple of uh, penalties against the Panthers. And, again, just kind of a, a blown play by the Panthers that let a receiver get behind us. Second 10. 
Panthers showing blitz back to pass. Quarterback caught out in the flat. And that's going to probably draw a penalty. Nope, it didn't. I thought maybe the way he threw him out of bounds, it might have drawn a late hit penalty, but fortunately not. And I think what the officials called, and I think it was a good call, we grabbed the young man, started spinning him while he was still in bounds, and, yeah, momentum carried him out. But, uh, you know, third and short for Topeka, so uh, pretty good uh, pretty good play by them to bring up a third and short here. Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. I, I thought maybe that might draw a late flag, but it did not. So it's going to be third and one after a nine-yard gain. Oh, Topeka's using their last time out here. Well, that's still a long time to go here in the in the first half, and they've used up their third time out. So, anyway, that, that may not be bad for the Panthers. They need to dial, dial up something and uh, maybe force a fourth down punt. But I really don't think if Topeka throws an incomplete pass, I think they'll probably go for it at fourth down and, and one, even though they're inside their own 30. I, I would think that uh, with third and one that you're probably going to go for it here. And again, they, you know, they've tried to punt it a couple times. And the two punts that they've uh, done, one went back for a touchdown. Edwards nearly takes the second one back and puts it at the eight. So obviously the punt's not the answer. No. It, either that or you just punt it out of bounds. <laughs> for crying out loud, they, they, these kids have had a field day re- returning kicks tonight. And uh, they've, they've done, I guess... They've done everything right because they've they've had good blocks, big lanes to run in. Uh, teams have really played well so far. Well, that's got to be putting a smile on uh, not only Coach Clark's face but Coach DeVore's face. Yeah, Coach DeVore's been doing this a long time, and uh, he does a great job. Panthers bluffing. Now they're, they are blitzing. Caught outside, immediately hit. I think our cornerbacks, they're going to read that one of these. It's such an obvious play, and our corner was really right there just as the ball was delivered. It's going to be a Topeka first down, but, man, I'm telling you, those little out routes like that, once you read it, there's no there's no looking back because you're going to take it back for a touchdown. Yeah, there's nobody out there. I, I, I thought we might get a hand on it that time because as soon as, he, as soon as it hit the receiver, our guy hit him, so that's – He's, he's reading a little bit, I think. Well, and you're, if you're sure that's what it is, you end up having one of the corners play that and a safety fall deep just in case. And uh, it's a little, like I said, an easy ball to pick. First and 10, back to pass. Wheat got a man open. He dropped it. it. Dropped. Uh, again, a, a receiver went right past. It was Kincaid. He went right past our cornerback, and he was he was open. Our corner did a good job getting back in the play because the receiver was wide open downfield, and our corner kind of got back in, got within a couple of yards, and I think distracted the receiver enough that, you know, he just dropped the football. 42-0 here in Derby tonight. First round of the 6A playoffs on the west side of the of the 32-man bracket. Ball was maybe a little underthrown, but uh, we threw it off of one foot. Second and ten. Again, they hand it off. Panthers are going to throw that. Oh, throw him for, gosh, I'm going to guess five or six-yard loss on the run. Yeah, big loss. That didn't fool the Panthers at all. And, 
you know, you, you have a little success on the little out route and you go back to the run, and maybe that's why they're running up the middle because that was an outside run play, and uh, they lose big yardage. Yeah, I think they've ran the ball east and west three times, and they've probably lost 10, 12 yards total. Uh, so Panther, at least on that direction, they've been forcing them pretty good. Ends up being a seven-yard loss. Third down. Quick pass outside, almost tipped. And it's going to be at about the 31. Going to be third down, and I'm going to guess eight. Yeah, I can cage the receiver again on the play. He's kind of the go-to guy, but Doyle again. I mean, it's just a matter of time until the Panthers step in front of that. And... The Panther defensive line almost got to the quarterback again, and that was Gardenhire on the reception. Story update on that Lawrence score. Lawrence 21, Heights 13. They're hanging around. And it's fourth down, and they're going for it. And about back to pass. It's going to get back. Panthers are going to get the ball on the 25-yard line. You know, and again, I, I don't know. I, you know, you haven't had success putting the ball. You go for it, but they've gone for it now three or four times inside, you know, their own territory, and, and they just it hadn't worked out. Nothing's really gone to peak his way so far tonight. Panthers are going to have it first and 10. I guess they spotted it on, what, the 27-yard line? Edwards and Zerger in the backfield. Twins on both sides of the field, back to pass. Caught, nice catch out there. Looked like it might have been Keener. No, it was Rudy. Yeah, Rudy made a nice catch. Went up high for the ball. It was kind of thrown away from him, but he was able to go up, make the catch before he stumbles out of bounds. And I guess they, they well, they said he, he must have hit the ground inbounds because clock's still running. Rudy, again, Twins to this side, tight end, far side. Back to pass. Caught. It's going to be close to a first down. Zerger threw that a long ways. He threw it across the field. It was good enough for a first down, so it's going to be first and 10 from the 15. Clock moving, 729. Well, I think Coach is doing a good thing here now. I mean, he knows he can run the football, and he's getting getting Zerger a little confidence throwing the ball, getting those receivers some confidence as well. Yes, I agree 100%. Offensive line blocking, pass blocking, so it, it's good. Quick pass out in the flat. Panthers have it, and it's a touchdown. I really can't pick up the number. I think it was Rose. Might be Rose that caught that. Yeah, I think it was Trayvon. So nice, uh, nice pickup and uh, and run for the Panthers. Really, Joel, right now all facets of the game are, are firing on all cylinders. KDKQLP Derby. So Panthers are attempting the extra point, and it's good. So with seven minutes exactly to go in the first half, it's now 49-0. And, you know, I think we might see some clock manipulation, Kevin. 
Well, you know, Doyle, I, I even wondered on that play that uh, Rudy caught and it looked like he was caught the ball, was out of bounds, the clock continued to run. You know, sometimes those things are uh, decided before the game. Athletic directors get together and it's like, hey, if it starts getting out of control, run the clock a little bit more. We'll see. Uh, you know, we've seen some situations this year where in the first half they went to a running clock. I, I know a lot of times it's in the second half. But uh, we'll see how uh, how things pan out here, if they go to a running clock early or not. Panthers will be kicking off. They lead 49-0, and it's been really, it, it's been really easy for them to get there. You know, not, not at all the way Coach Kelly wanted to come into town and, I don't know how practices went this week when you watch film, uh, Dylan Edwards and, and uh, Brock Zerger and these guys. I, I don't know how you, you keep these guys pumped up when you drive here. Oh, it's high and deep at about the 1. Gets hit at about the 15 and driven back. I think they're probably going to give him progress out to 15 or 16 yard line so again good coverage and it was Kyler Coffey on the return but good coverage by the Panther special teams well, one, one aspect of the game Coach Clark talked about uh, when he was up here earlier this evening was you know, his special teams played pretty well last week except for what one kick return they gave to Newton and you know they've uh, they've obviously shown tonight that we either kick the ball in the end zone or we pin Topeka back inside the 20 so once again Topeka High starts from deep in their own territory they marked it on the 16 first and 10 from there 49-0 Panthers back to pass and we missed a tackle, and he gets out to the 35-yard line. We had a guy there, but he missed the tackle. Yeah, just again, that little out route clear to the sideline, and they're, they're kind of telegraphed passes, but uh, if you don't make the tackle, yeah, you pick up enough yardage for the first down. You know, that, that's, that's been how teams have attacked Derby all year, that, that little out route like that. First game of the year, Manhattan did that I don't know how many times, and that's how teams have attacked us all year. Trips to the near side, one wide out far side. Back to pass goes Wheat. Ball's caught, I think. That was nice, nice pitch. Into Panther territory. Yeah, that was just that was more of a post route, and you know he caught his guy and uh, nice catch. We had a defender right with him, but uh, Topeka now moves the ball. I think for the second time this evening, they're across uh, midfield. Saron Carter on the reception. They're in Panther territory at the 43. Two pass plays. And there they are. Out in the screen pass. Again, Panthers miss two or three guys, miss tackles. They get out inside the 35. It looks like they're going to mark it out of bounds. It's going to be, I believe, first down. Yeah, Inside again, that, the Panther 35. You know, just just not things that are going to make Coach Wietrich super happy because you got to be ready for when you when you advance in the playoffs, you're going to run some teams that can play, you know, run those plays with a whole lot more ex execution than what Topeka High is tonight. Yeah, we've missed tackles and, uh, you know, we just missed tackles on this drive. 
Twins to both sides of the field for Topeka. 49-0, Panthers. Quick pass to the outside. I'll probably say that another eight or nine times this half because that seems to be what they're doing. That's how they're attacking our defense. We got a man down, I believe. That's Topeka, Topeka player. Now he's up. Well, that that play, if you go back to that play, they ran that little quick out route, and they had a Topeka guy that blocked our corner as he tried to come up, and you got to be kind of careful, uh, you know, how you play that if you're Topeka high. It'll be second, three and a half, maybe four, deep in Panther territory. Back to pass. Now he's going to pull it down and run straight up the middle. Big hole inside the 10 or close to the 10. They're going to drive him back. So they're going to give him progress down to about the 10-yard line. Well, you know, again, you, you watch a lot of film. Where do teams have success? That time, you know, he drops back in the pocket, can't find a receiver. And, you know, if you watched what Avery Johnson did, I mean, you know, you get a very aggressive defense. They leave that middle open. He did a great job that time just tucking the ball, running right up the heart of the Panther defense. Ball does rest on the 10. Deepest penetration of the night for Topeka. You know, I'm not sure that these are all starters for the Panthers. I'm seeing some different numbers out there. Uh, Quick pass to the outside. Oh, you're exactly right, Doyle. I think these are, I don't know if it's a full, full scale JV, but. No, uh, as you said that, I looked out and we got a lot of new faces in the ball game. Yeah, it's it. They're all the way down, second and goal on the one. Yes, I'm. I noticed that with the offensive or defensive line, I didn't see. Well, you look at the linebackers, the the yeah. D backs, everybody. So pretty so, much wholesale changes for the Panthers. So with seven minutes to go in the second quarter, Coach Clark goes to a totally looks like now it's a totally different defense. There's a penalty marker on the play. I'm not sure who it's on. Offside, I mean, you can't you can't move the ball any much closer to the goal than it is right now. But no. they they've managed to move it up an inch or two, so now it's going to be second down. In, they're inside the one. Yeah, the nose of the ball is uh, really close to the goal line. And they hand it off. And, the running back gets hit behind the line of scrimmage and pulled down. He's going to lose. Gonna, boy, they they give him a nice, generous spot on that. Oh, I, I thought time. he was going to lose two or three, but they only lost a one, one yeah, yard. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one. It was a, a pretty generous spot. Anyway, it's going to be third down and goal from the two instead of the instead of the two-inch line. Clock moving, 4.05 left in the half. Panthers lead big, 49-0. And on a keeper, touchdown Topeka. We had a guy hit him shy of the five-yard line, but he just slipped off of him and in for the touchdown goes Wheat. As we said, we're looking down. It looks like, uh, and again, good move by Coach Clark. You're up 49-0 when he pulls his defensive starters out of the ball game. And, you know, we're at a point in the season, too, and we've, we've said it over and over to a, we've had too many injuries this year. We don't need any in a ball game like this. Yeah, it, it's, it's yes, I agree. Uh, we, I, don't, I don't know that we've ever had our starting lineup in the game 
in a game this year. Our guys that were projected to start. Back to pass on a two-point conversion. And a good job by the Panther defense. They knocked the ball out of the air, so it's now 49-6 with 3.55 to go. And I look down on the sideline, and I see uh, Braxton Clark warming up. So Zerger may be done for the night with 3.55 to go in the first half. Yeah, and they should be. I mean, you know, you're already in a ball game that's kind of a runaway, and, uh, you know, you do. You need to get uh, not only some of the other kids in for the experience, but you darn sure don't want to get somebody injured. And, I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking down at, at uh, Damare Baker. He's sitting on the bench over there, but I haven't seen him up walking around. I'd kind of like to see that, see if he's walked that. Hopefully it's just a minor injury because, like you said, when it happened, we, we can use him out at, at one of the corner spots. Yeah, you definitely need to be healthy the further you go in the playoffs. And a Looks like a JV return team. That might be Hubbard on the near side, but on the far side, I can't pick up a number. But it's not Edwards. It's taken at about the 33. Guy returns it out to pass the 40 to about the 43. So nice return by the Panthers. And they'll have it first and 10 there. And again, we'll see who comes out here in this latter part of the first half. Well, that Manhattan score, kind of like what we have here at Panther Stadium now. At half, Manhattan 57, Wichita North 7. First and ten. It is Braxton. Looks like Braxton Clark is the quarterback. He back to pass, hits a wide open receiver, gets down inside the forty-five. Looks like it's Keener. So Panther Panther passing game is is working well tonight. Uh, we haven't missed the ball yet. No, and again, you know, you see some of the, and I'll have to check the offensive line out, but some of these guys are are still our starters. Hubbard gets to the outside, now cuts it up inside. Picks up eight or nine on first down. Clock moving, 49-6. I remind everybody to stay tuned for our Fidelity Bank halftime show uh, coming up here in about three minutes. And a lot to talk about stats-wise when we get to that. Back to pass. Clark, the man out in the flat. Hits him, it's going to be a first down. It looks like Keener again on the reception. Short game, but enough to move the uh, move the sticks. Going to be first and ten now. Clock moving, we're under three minutes left. 49 to six. Back to pass again. Got a man on the inside. First down inside the 20, 15, all the way down to close to the 10-yard line, another completed pass by the Panthers. Yeah, nice. Uh, it was really kind of a, an inside screen pass by the Panthers and pick up big yardage. So once Looks again, like now the, 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 the guys uh, at least led by Clark uh, are moving the football down the field. Looked like Trayvon Rose on the reception for the Panthers. First and 10. 
Again, just a quick pass out in the flat. Drop the ball. We dropped the football, but it looks like they're going to say he was gonna, down. I was waiting for the, and it was finally called by the back judge, the line judge, that should have had the better angle. Didn't make a call, but the ball's going to rest, uh, you know, really uh, should be uh, about the one-yard line, maybe just inside the one. Oh, this whole drive has pretty much been in the air. It's going to be first and goal from about the half-yard line. Again, this is... This is uh, our drive's been orchestrated by our backup quarterback. He's, I think, four for four passing. And he's going to be thrown for a loss back to the five. A little bit of indecision uh, by him on that play. Wasn't sure what he was going to do with the football. Well, it looked like a, a busted play. It was hard to tell, but you know, Clark went back like he was going to throw the football, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, maybe it's a delayed run. I'll run the ball. But uh, either way you look at it, he's going to lose nearly four yards on the play. Still second and goal. Again, Clark, and he just kind of stumbled. Nobody, Nobody knocked him down. He stumbled, got back down to... Inside the one. Well, he faked the ball that time to Hubbard and uh, on his own read, and he, he started stumbling early. And luckily, Braxton's about 6'3", and he was able to dive forward and gets the ball back down to kind of the original line of scrimmage. He's just a colt. He's still growing. Third and short. Hubbard. Gets to the outside and goes into the end zone for the score. So yeah. with 45 seconds left, Panthers are going to extend their lead to 55 to six. Doyle, you know that's one of those things that you always talk about. You can't, you can't really teach speed. Yeah, you can make guys a little faster, but that time Hubbard, he looked inside and he's like, ah, I don't want to run in there with those guys. So he just bounced it outside, beat everyone to the edge, took it in the end zone. Panthers are. Going to go with the extra point, and it's good. Going to be 56 to 6 with 45 seconds left in the first half. So, Panthers, you know, they didn't sl- they didn't really slow down much uh, with a different quarterback and a different running back in the ball game. They still moved the ball well. I think I think uh, Clark was spot on with his passing. I think he was. What, four for four or five for five, something like that. So Panther passing game's looking good tonight. And uh, Panthers are just looking good, period. You know, Doyle, I, I just noticed that the Panthers had, as we said, they had the white helmets on, but they added the green stripe to it tonight. I just kind of glanced down and saw that. And, uh, you know, again, just a nice look by the Panthers tonight. And you're right. That was a, a nice drive by uh, Clark throwing the ball mostly down until they got down close to the uh, – one yard line and then a handoff to Hubbard that just got around the edge. Panthers are getting ready to kick off. I'm sure Jessup will be kicking off. He'll tee it up here on the near hash at about the 40 yard line. There must have been a late penalty that I did not see because they're going to tee it up on the 45 yard line. So it was a, whatever it was, it's was 15 yarder, but I. I didn't see a penalty flag thrown, so I have no idea what created this, but this might be a nice pooch kick. Maybe the Panthers can, uh, I don't know why they, you know, work on something else or just kick it back through the end zone. 
Jessup's ready to go as he approaches. And it is a pooch kick. Nicely done. Fielded at about the 15. Guys running east and west. Panthers catch up, and he gets no no gain at all. He gets knocked down at the 15. Yeah, you know, just a cardinal sin. I mean, there's, there's a handful of guys that can run east and west and cut it upfield, but for the most part, it doesn't work very well. At some point, you got to go north and south, and Panthers, you know, they just drug it out, and you know, not a good, not a good decision by Topeka. Well, uh, Jessup, I, I, to me, that was a perfect pooch kick, so right down to the 15-yard line. And there wasn't any chance of it going out of bounds, and uh, you know, that, that's I think that's what how that's supposed to work. You don't want to kick that pooch out out of bounds; they get too good a field <laughs> position. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely a non non-starting defense out there for the Panthers. They hand the ball off, get to the outside, gets a first down out close to the, looks like out close to the 30. So, yeah, we'll see if Topeka even gets another playoff. Well, they're moving the sticks, so the clock starts stops. But Topeka has no timeouts remaining. The clock's moving again. First down. And I'm, again, I'm not sure Topeka even really cares if they run a play. If they do, it's going to be one. Well, there's more time on the play clock than there is on the scoreboard clock, so they could just not run a play at all, but it looks like they're going to run at least one more. Back to pass. Uh, just a quick flip. That was a shuffle pass. The Panthers nearly picked it, and they, they throw Topeka for a loss. Well, that was a loss of about six on that little shovel pass. He was, acted like he was going to drop back for a pass, hit the guy coming across, a la the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> but that didn't work as well. And uh, it's the end of the end of the half, and, and we have a 20-minute half. I don't know why we would have a 20-minute half. I think the band's going to do an extra performance tonight, which, you know, that's all good stuff. We got one of the best bands in the state of Kansas, so why not give them their uh, accolades on senior night? Because, again, we, we introduced the seniors, the band members, everybody, so nice thing for the Panthers to do. Yeah, senior night, big deal tonight, and uh, you know it was nice. What I what I thought was nice about the seniors was they all, uh, after they were warming up, they all they all ran to their parents and walked in with their parents. I thought that was pretty pretty good deal. You know, Kevin, I'm I'm thinking I'm looking at Demare Baker. He's he's needing help to get off the field. Yeah, he's walking pretty gingerly on that. Going back to senior night, being senior night. 25 varsity players, as we mentioned, are still playing football for, for the team. And that's that speaks volumes because, you know, you know that 25 of them aren't starters. So when you can keep some of these kids around three years, four years, and they're non-varsity, you know, that, that just speaks volumes for this program. Yeah. they Both teams are off the field now. The band's on the field <laughs> last week. They have these props. That, that they use and, and last week it was so windy those props were blowing all over the place i'll tell you what some of those band members i think we said it last week they, they showed some pretty good speed well the the props are on wheels they're big tall banners i don't know doyle they look like they they got to be uh what six seven feet across and they're big tall banners you're right last week the wind caught them and man it was uh, it was a show watching the band members go out and stop them before they uh Ran some of their bandmates. You know, what, I, what I've noticed about the band, I don't know whether you've noticed it over the last few years, but the band used to have way more 
participants in it, then they they're showing. So maybe maybe there's some restrictions or something. How many you can have? Because they used to have a couple hundred, you know. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm exaggerating, but the band looks smaller in numbers than it used to. But I'll have to ask somebody if that because it it sure. Derby has one of the better bands in the state. There, there's no questions about it. It's it's just one of the better bands, and you can hear them from my house practicing almost every morning. Yeah, that again, what a neat thing here. We mentioned the soccer team briefly. The soccer team's advancing well into the state playoffs. Band band members are good. You know, again, we just have a, a, a tradition here at Derby High School of uh, not only sports but academics, band. I mean, you name it. And uh, we've got uh, things going in the right direction. Yes, yes, we do. Derby, Derby is, uh, you know, they're led by pretty good principal up there, and uh, uh, you know, he's he's just as much about sports as he is academics. So, you know, good job by by him. And uh, you know, Panther, the whole the whole thing here in Derby is is run well, and uh, you see the results uh, here on the field on Friday night as well in the cl- as well as in the classroom. So, and, and that's probably more important than being on the field is the classroom accomplishments. Panthers lead this one 56 to 6 at half. Uh, the only thing I can say is uh, Topeka will get the ball to start the second half. Right now it's 56 to 6. This is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM. We will be back. Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Since 1970, Will Hyde Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Will Hyde Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. El Maguey Mexican Restaurant is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football and can be found at 1221 North Rock Road in Derby. Offering multiple options for lunch and dinner, they can be reached at 613-8806 for curbside or in-store pickup. El Maguey, a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Granny Cletus, what's wrong? Didn't you hear? The whole family is coming to stay with us, 37 adults and 52 kiddos. What am I supposed to do? We could take them to the Derby Public Library for fall programs. What are you talking about, Mooney Pie? The library's fall programs have events for both kids and adults. Toddler time, preschool story time, adventures, tween zone, and Teen Tuesday. 
But what about the grown folk? Adults 18 Plus can try our free Derby DIY classes or watch a movie at the library lounge. I just hope Great Uncle Milton doesn't lose his teeth again. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557. And on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Pause Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Pause Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. From the day you spot the house the one you've dreamed about until the day you make it yours there are a lot of steps along the way the experienced loan experts at fidelity bank are local and have helped thousands of people throughout the wichita area become homeowners at fidelity we believe the process should be as comfortable as home so when you need a mortgage let's talk to learn more visit fidelitybank.com slash home loans Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Tonight's Panther Football Halftime Report is brought to you by Fidelity Bank of Derby. Bravely onward. Now we're back at Panther Stadium where Derby has uh, jumped out to a 56-6 lead over the Topeka Trojans. It's just been a game where, and I, and I think the stats will bear this out, where Derby hadn't had the ball really a whole lot, but... Uh, you know, Topeka's had the ball most of the time. Uh, we're watching the band play tonight, and uh, they're putting on a nice show for the crowd. And it's senior night, so it's all good. This is the first round of the, of the playoffs, so you know it's all good. The flag line is out there. It, it's they're just putting on a good show for the fans. Well, Dawn, we go back to I know we talked a little bit about the band before they entered the field, but you know, as you said, you can hear them practicing in the summertime from your house. And, you know, so you got to remember these band guys, the flag line, all these people that are seniors, they put in the same amount of effort as the high as the football team does. And, you know, we've been just blessed at Derby for so many years with having a great band. It's uh, it's craziness. And the show they put on is uh, it's a show. It's something to be seen. And, you know, Derby's one of the few places probably that at halftime, usually you see everyone kind of leaving and milling place or after the game, the band usually does a little performance. 
the fans don't leave. They stay here and watch. So, again, just a tribute to uh, to the, the, the atmosphere here well, at Derby. Real, real quick, after the game's over, the bands, in, they have their own little bleacher area in the north end of the of the uh, field uh, out past the end zone in the football field, all, football team, excuse me. They all run down to that end and uh, where they play, you know, the school song. And, uh, you know, if the band's going to, if they're going to perform after the ball game, the, the football team stays out and watches them. So it's it's pretty good support from the band to the football team and the football team to the band. Well, Doyle, let's go ahead and, and jump into our halftime uh, stats, again, pr- provided by Fidelity Bank uh, on uh, what they give us for our halftime show. Again, we appreciate those guys so much. Uh, uh, rushing yards for the Panthers. Again, eight carries, 145 yards. For Topeka, 19 attempts, 101, a bit surprising on that stat. But, uh, again, for the Panthers, just tells how quickly we're scoring. And then as we go down them, you'll see it even more. But, you know, again, eight carries for 45 yards on the ground. Averaging, you know, Doyle, we talked about this before the game, that our worst runner was averaging eight and a half. Well, tonight we're averaging 18.1 yards per carry. <laughs> I, I am not surprised, Kevin. Uh, we just... Topeka's just been unable to stop us. Uh, I, I don't know whether that stat computer has a time of possession on it, but I'll bet we haven't had it 10 minutes. Well, passing game, and this is what we talked about that we needed to be much better at. How's this? Eight for eight, 104 yards for the Panthers. Topeka High has already thrown the ball 29 times, completing just 13 of those for 133 yards. Total offense, and this is this is kind of where it tells. Panthers have only touched the ball 17 times offensively for 249 yards. Topeka's had the ball 50 times, and they've got 249 yards. So, again, it's it's uh, Panthers have just had short fields. They've scored on special teams. They've you know anywhere you can score, the Panthers have scored. Their team has a turnover so far, so we're even there. Third down conversions, Panthers one for one. How's this one? Topeka 5 for 11 and 3 for 5 on fourth down. So it tells you how many times they've been presented with, you know, third and long, fourth and long, and uh, really the success rate's not good. Well, I know that uh, the Panther offense, you know, was pulled off the field with seven minutes left in, in the second quarter. So Coach Clark's really not taking any chances, and, uh, you know, I think that's a smart move on his part, and, you know, the Panthers just keep rolling. Again, individual stacks. Brock Zerger, four for four in the first half for 56 yards. Braxton Clark, four for four for 48 yards in the first half on the receiving run or yard uh, end. Trayvon Rose, three catches for 41. Taylor Neal, one for 30. That's good to see Taylor back in, the, in in action. Nathan Keener, three for 27. And Colton Rudy, two catches for 18 yards. So once again, Panthers are throwing the ball around well tonight. Uh, Rushing yards, you know, it seems like Dylan Edwards has, you know, 400 yards, but a lot of it's on punt return and kick returns. Dylan Edwards just four touches tonight, 117 yards. Brock Zerger, one touch for 18. Derek Cover, two for 10. And Braxton Clark, one for four. Again, just uh, a lot of quick scores by the Panthers tonight. So at the uh, end of the first half, Panthers, 249 yards of total offense, but the the stat we always talk about that's most important, Panthers lead big, 56-6 at halftime. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's some pretty impressive stats. Uh, uh, but, you know, I guess 
we didn't really need that to confirm it. All that did was tell us how many. Uh, we knew the Panthers were rolling it up pretty easy, and uh, uh, they, I don't know, they, they've just been playing well the last couple, three weeks, and, uh, you know, they just need to keep it going. But, you know, it, it's the injuries. Uh, we've got to watch out for those. It looks like we, we don't know. We're not doctors. We don't know anything like that. But, uh, uh Damare Baker had to kind of be helped off the field at halftime. Not really helped, but just, you know, aided. So we don't know how serious that is, and hopefully it's not. Uh, fortunately, we don't have we don't have wreck shot, but I guess we've got a pretty good uh, pretty good staff that takes care of these players. So it'll be interesting to see how he pans out and uh, you know, hopefully the Panthers won't get any more injuries on well, we don't want to see injuries on either team. So you know, like you said, it's 56 to six right now, and uh, Panthers are in at halftime. Topeka will get the ball to start the second half. The band is given a very nice show out here, and uh, this is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM. We will be back. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect 
expect. D&M Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Since 1985, D&B Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that DNB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. John Mendoza is a Derby High School graduate and professional photographer celebrating 50 years of photography. Mendoza Photography features senior portraits, family portraits, and John has personally photographed over 1,800 weddings. John can be reached at 316-804-5987. John's portfolio is available at www.mendoza.photography. Field Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Field Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. TenderCare offers unprecedented landscaping and outdoor living features, including cook centers, pools, and patios, as well as irrigation install and repair. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 219 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium, uh, where the Panthers lead big, 56-6 at halftime. Uh, we're probably... Well, we're about ready to get into the obligatory three-minute warm-up. The Panthers are down getting pictures taken of them. Uh, I don't know what the occasion is, but they've all got, they're all down there posed except for two or three. Now they're all down, now there's two out there punting. So I don't know what's going on, but uh, anyway, they've taken some pictures out there. Now they're going to get ready and go get into their warm-up phase, so... Panthers again. I, they they lead fifty six to six, and it, it's been a real easy night for them so far. Well, I just saw that uh, 
and I don't know exactly what it was, but I just saw our principal, Tim Hamlin, was down there with him. He had some kind of a plaque that, that he was uh, had with them. I no telling. I mean, this team's so into not only the sports side of it, but the community service side of it and the things that they do. But they're doing some picture, and, and now Principal Hamlin's walking off with it. But, again, senior night, it's a big night. There's all kinds of neat stuff that uh, – that we do for uh, for our seniors. Do a few scores that we've got a, a couple of new updates on. Lawrence now stretching out that lead a little bit on Wichita Heights, uh, 34 to 13. Washburn Rural 22, Dodge zero. Our last uh, Manhattan score, I believe. Well, I was going to say it was 31 to nothing, but I think it's extended past that. Uh, Junction City was up 14 on uh, zero on Wichita South. Garden City was up 14-0 on campus. So, again, just some of those area scores that uh, we have available. Well, yeah, uh, Lawrence and uh, Washburn Rule, they're on our side of the eight, the half bracket. And uh, so it's interesting to see how they're doing. Uh, uh, we're we're going to win this game. And uh, so we're either going to play Wichita Heights or Lawrence in the next round, and it will be – here in Derby, but right now it sounds like uh, with the scores you have, it may be Lawrence that's come, coming to Derby. Well, a couple other real quick was Wichita Northwest. Last score I had was 35-0 to for Wichita Southeast. Junction City 14, Wichita South Manhattan. I knew that score was a little behind. It's 57-7 uh, to at last report there. Uh, late the South 20, Blue Valley North 17. Again, scores you got to pay attention to later on. Uh, wind out uh, 6, Olathe Northwest 42. Lawrence Free State uh, was, uh, at, at, again, I think this was an early score. They were behind uh, Wichita East 7-0. to zero. Again, I think that was an early score, though. Well, that you know, that that's kind of a toss-up game, uh, uh, Wichita East and uh Free State, but I've been following Free State the last three or four weeks, and they've been playing some outstanding football. And uh, you know, I I, I kind of figured. I hope I didn't jinx them, but I kind of figured that uh, they would would handle Wichita East. But you know, East not an easy out. So well, no. And then I got a little bit later score in that, and it was still Wichita East seven, Lawrence Free State zero. And uh, as you recall, Wichita East came in pretty highly touted in the city league this uh, year and again some tremendous athletes just had some bad breaks and things not go their way but those are the kind of teams the wichita east the wichita heights they're a little bit scary when you think about coming in and thinking hey you know what we're just playing we're just going to play free spirit and do what happens and when you got athletes like that and things start rolling your way uh you never know yeah and i i, I know that uh, the winner of that east uh free state game I believe we'll have to travel to Manhattan next week to play the Indians, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how that game comes out. But like I said, I've been following Free State, and they've they've been playing pretty well the last month. And uh, uh, in fact, I talked to uh, somebody that has a grandson on that team, and he he kind of agreed with me. He said, you know, the last four weeks they've been playing really good football, but uh, you know, we'll see. I guess. If they win tonight, they'll go on to Manhattan, which isn't going to be an easy chore either. But, uh, again, uh, uh, again, getting back to Free State, they did knock off uh, Olathe North, who was undefeated until last week. So that, that's pretty pretty good accomplishment in and of itself. Well, Dole Topeka's back in their usual position in kick return now. <laughs> 
Jessup will be kicking off for the Panthers. Again, they lead 56-6. to We're in the third quarter, and I'm going to guess that we'll have a running clock to start, and that will mean the second half will probably go fairly fast. Yeah, we should have a running clock. Fielded just a, on about the 35, and it was taken out to about the, well, that's about where they're going to mark it, about 35. It can't pick up, pick up the number. I'm thinking it might be Malachi Murph on the reception. He gets it back to the 35. And the clock is, uh, we're in that running clock situation as we expected. Clock moving. 11.30 to go. So this will make it, I think the clock will stop if there's an injury. And I'm, I'm thinking after a timeout, and I'm not sure. But, well, we've seen it so many different ways. I don't know whether it'll stop or keep running on a score. Or, first and ten. Let's get to the game. First and 10 from the 35. Back to pass. Wheat being pressured. Just kind of throws out, kind of pushes it out. The guy picks it up at the 40. So a nice little pitch and catch there by Topeka. Yeah, Wheat's a good athlete. You can tell he is. I mean, the way he runs out, he's throwing several balls kind of as he's running and jumping in the air. He's just trying to get rid of it. Panthers nearly got him, and uh, he's finally able to dump it off for about a five-yard gain. Tavante Ewing, the running back, he just kind of curled out of the backfield and caught it just short of the 40, so second down at about five. Back to give it on a handoff. Panthers hit him in the backfield. He made a nice spin move, got outside into Panther territory, it looks like. We had him for a four-yard loss, but he made a nice move and got away from the tackler. Now, Doyle, I got an update on that Free State. East now leads Free State 14-0. to Well, I guess that's what I get for, you know, kind of. I'm not taking you to Vegas. No, don't. <laughs> yeah. Usually the way it is, if you find out who I'm betting on, take the other team, bet the house. <laughs> Still a lot of time left in that ball game. Back to pass again. Now Wheat's going to drop it off and try He still hits again. He hits Ewing with another nice little <laughs> pass play. As he was throw, as he was falling to the ground. So Ewing's getting up slow, and the Panther player's getting up slow. But that was a nice play by uh, Wheat. And Our player is will, down. Uh, he stopped the clock. 9.29 left. Well, we got a bit of a break in the action. Tonight's radio broadcast of Panther Football on Live 105.9 KDKQ is sponsored by these great derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Wilhite Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company, Certified Public Accountants, and D&M Mechanical. If you go to these guys' business, let them know you heard their ad on Friday Night Football on Alive 105. Well, another uh, score with that Lawrence Heights Lawrence uh, 34, Wichita Heights 14. 
Second and about three on the Panther 47. Motion coming to the near side. Back to pass goes Wheat. Hits a man on a slant. It's going to be probably a touchdown. And it is a touchdown. Yeah, just a quick slant play, and uh, you know their uh, their guys just out uh, out distance what our uh, junior varsity defense had to offer. Clock still moving, eight fifty to go. It's now fifty six to twelve, and I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that Topeka is going to go for two here. Well, and again, you, you don't, you know, the Panther defense, I don't care whether it's your freshman group, what it is, you know, Coach Wiesdrick, they don't want to give up points. And so that's something that they battle back for because someone misplayed a, a ball very poorly on that, uh, on that touchdown. They're going to go for the extra point, and it's blocked. So it's going to be remain 56-12, clock moving. There'll be about eight, I'll probably – Seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter by the time the ball's kicked off. And you got again, you, you kind of wonder are we going to go with Braxton or are we going to pull another quarterback up? I, I say we stay with Braxton. Oh, I think you'll stay with and, Braxton here for at least a, a while. Doyle, here's another score that you, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because we watched Garden City stay undefeated out on that western bracket for so long, and uh, they are right now up on campus but it's fourth quarter the score is 21 to 14 garden city so you know that's uh i don't know kind of a bit of a surprise well i again i've followed their schedule and and uh it hasn't been all that tough but i imagine it's uh it's hard to get get people to play you out out there <laughs> where they're at i mean it's it's probably for just about anybody, it's probably a three-hour bus ride. Well, that was one of those games that Derby used to play all the time. I'm not going to say that I was upset when we dropped the Garden City, and it wasn't about the quality of play. It was just the drive. Yeah, the drive is three and a half, four hours. And balls kicked off. Uh, it appeared that it was fielded at about the 25. Panthers have broken open. They're out to the 45, 46 maybe. Depends on the spot. Nice return by the Panther special teams. And it, it appeared that uh, uh, Topeka was offside. They had a man lined up offside, but there was no call. Well, again, you're at a point you're, in the game that officials are kind of looking the other way on some of these calls. Doyle, it's, uh, you know, if there's one weakness, but I really noticed out Topeka, it's uh, kick return coverage. Clark is the quarterback. Hubbard is the tailback. They give it to Hubbard. He gets to the outside. 50, 45, 40. Gets run out of bounds right around the 40. Looks like they're going to mark it on the 43. So nice gain on first down by Derek Hubbard. Well, Derek was very fortunate that he was able to get to the edge that time because there was a Topeka guy in the backfield, and it looked like, oh, no, he'd bring down Derek for a loss. But he uh, outran him to the corner and then uh, was able to turn it upfield for a first down. Well, they just marked off 10 yards from the spot of the foul, so it's going to be first and nine. So evidently right about where Derek was knocked out of bounds, there was probably a holding call. And that usually means a wide receiver, uh, not all the time, but that usually means there's a wide receiver that's holding out there on his block. First and nine. 
Clark picks up a errant snap. He's going to get 10. <laughs> going to get down to the 37-yard line for a first down. Well, give Clark a ton of credit. You said errant snap. The ball came rolling back to his feet. He picked the ball up and been able to pick up good yardage for the first down and nearly broke it. It's on the 37, first and 10. This 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 quarter is going to be very fast. It's already down to under five minutes. Again, Clark is 6'3", about 170-pound junior, left-handed quarterback. Uh, he's uh, he's the guy next year, so, you know, you got to have some quality reps. First and 10. Pitched it to Hubbard. Makes a guy miss. Nice stiff arm inside the 30, 25, 20. Gets inside the 15, down to about the 12 or 13-yard line. Nice stiff arm. Got him another seven or eight yards. Well, uh, yeah, not another seven or eight, Doyle. He stiff-armed the guy and knocked him to the ground and then stumbled and then gets his composure back. And, Doyle, that's the future. You got you got Clark in the backfield and Hubbard. And Hubbard's, again, a guy that we've said over and over. He'd probably be playing about any place in the state of Kansas. He just has the uh, opportunity. I'm not going to say misfortune, but the opportunity to play behind Dylan Edwards. It's now first and 10 inside the 15 at the 13 for the Panthers. They lead 56-12. Again, they give it to Hubbard. He gets to the outside. Going to pick up, oh, maybe three, maybe four yards on first down. So he just couldn't get the corner yeah. turned. Couldn't get the corner turned, but, you know, you got to give a lot of credit, too. He's not a great big guy, but he's going to square up and, and, and hit you if he has to. It's going to be second and seven. Again, the clock is moving. Panthers really, they're not in that big a hurry. They just, you know, kind of let it run out, I think. Use up as much clock as they possibly can. Quick pass. Looks like it's caught in and a touchdown. Panthers, nice catch and run for the touchdown. Yeah, nice. Uh, that was a great job of, of run after the catch by the Panthers and a ball well delivered again by Braxton Clark. John Lujan on the receiving end of that pass. Panthers now are up 62-12. to 12. Well, Dolan Lujan's one of those guys that plays a lot of junior varsity football and uh, he performs well. So again, more of the future for the Panthers. Extra point hits the, boy, he clanked the upright, and it's no good. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, usually you and I are looking down, and you're waiting and saying, hey, I want to make sure I got this one right. Well, there wasn't any decision on that. It uh, well, it hit the uh, left upright so hard that it bounced back about 10 yards. Yeah, it, it, it I thought the left, the upright was going to snap. Well, you know, you and I were down on the field earlier looking at that upright. It's kind of funny because we were both like, man, you look at that thing. It's off just a couple inches, it looks like. And that may have knocked it back into into square. Yeah, it hit it pretty hard. <laughs> and, <laughs> the whole thing moved, not just the upright. So we know that, uh, we know that uh, he's got a good leg, <laughs> and we just saw it there. Sixty-two twelve. Clock moving. One fifty to go. And again, this this third quarter is going to be over very fast, and and I'm sure the fourth quarter will be over just as fast. But 
Well, and, and again, that, that mercy rule, if you will, is a good rule for everyone. You're, you're, you've seen the JV score a couple of times here, and uh, we keep saying JV. It's not all JV guys. you got some seniors out there, but basically a whole new squad. And, you know, if you don't do that, you leave your starters in. Doyle, this could be one of those games that you go, how in the world did you score 120 points? Yep. High end over end is going to be caught at about the five, and it's dropped. Now the Panthers have a shot at really pinning them, oh. and they're going to pin them back inside the five. Now, Doyle, you know, that's like I, I always say, it's like the wounded animal out in the forest, and you're smelling blood when you, you know, and Panthers did just that. Uh, they, they, after he dropped the football, Panthers, uh, he looked up, and there was about ten Panthers in front of him. Kyler Coffey, it looked like, was the guy that uh, received the punt. Then he dropped it, and, and the Panthers really, I mean, they really swarmed after that. We got a, a again. We got a player down. We we don't have a number, but anyway, when Topeka has the football, they'll have it inside the five at about the three and a half, maybe the four yard line, and clock stopped with 52 seconds. Of course, there's an injured player out there, and again, we we hope the young man's okay. Uh, as we always say, we don't want anybody hurt. Either team, we want it clean, hard hitting. And no injuries. Oh, yeah, and we've had a couple of them here in this game that have come off the field. And, you know, not a part of the season when you want anybody injured for any reason, as you said, on either team. But it is a Derby Panther that's down on the field. Yeah, we've got we've got a new uh, – well, we've had them all year – a new uh, training team, trainer this year. Rex Schott retired after 150 years. <laughs> And uh, we have a new trainer, and they've been a little bit busy tonight. Uh, normally, or at least what we've noticed for the most part, the players have been able to get right up and walk off. But this is the second or third person we've had that's uh, been down for a while. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's it, hopefully it's nothing serious. Uh, yeah, I think we got Doc Needery down there, and Coach Clark's out there with them too. And, uh, yeah, let's hope we're able to get right back up. But, Doyle, yeah, you go back to that return, and after you drop a ball on a team like Derby that, that really is an aggressive team, you, you got to look kind of crazy when you look up and you go, oh, man, I'm on my two-yard line, and here comes a, a pack of Panthers right at me. This looks like probably an ankle, and we've got – Yeah, it uh, looks like an ankle injury. Uh, getting help, getting off the field. I'm kind of looking down for number five, and I don't, I don't see him. That would be Damare. Baker, I'm sure that he's done for the night, obviously. He might be in civvies because I do not see him. The Panthers just have had a bunch of injuries this year. It's just an unusual year for us, I think. First and ten from the four for Topeka. They trail 62 to 12. 52 seconds left here in the third quarter. Wheat is still the quarterback. Quick pass out in the flat. Nice nice defense by the Panthers. They're going to pick up five or six on first down. Wheat threw that ball from his end zone, so get a well-thrown football to uh, get him out of uh, hot water. I think it's Kincaid on the reception. I think coverage that time, I can pick up the number. He's coming to this side of the field. Coverage on that play looked look like it might be Easton. 
No, it's not Easton. It's uh, Corey Spears, I believe. KDKQLP Derby. Oh, caught. 40, 30. Brought down at the end of the third quarter at the 20-yard line. So that was a big gain that time. It went from uh, the 9-yard line all the way down to the Panther 20. Well, the, the reason you probably heard me say, Oz, they had two receivers in the same area, and I, I don't know who was really intended for the ball, but the guy that stuck his hands up didn't catch it, and uh, in, instead it goes for a big gain. That ends the third quarter. Panthers lead 62-12. This is Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Tonight's Derby Panther football game is being broadcast worldwide on our online stream at Alive105KDKQ.com. And it's brought to you by La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant. Well, we're back at Panther Stadium where uh, uh, Topeka's down all the way to the Panther 20. They just reeled off about, uh, I'm going to guess, 80 yards or or so. 75 anyway. And uh, on a pass play. That, again, had two receivers in the same vicinity. And, again, I don't know. I, I really think the second guy was not the intended receiver, but he caught the ball and uh, exposed the Panther secondary. Well, what what it, it almost looked like to me is is it went through the, the first guy's hands and the other guy was there and he caught it. That's right. what it looked like. But give the ball to Ewing. Panthers stopped that run for about a three-yard loss. Panthers have been – tough on the running game tonight well again that time ewing tried to swing it outside there was no running room inside panthers had guys in position that's going to cost them about three yards they're back to the 13 so it's going to be second down and 13 okay it's going to be a very quick second half as we went to a uh, running clock to start this uh, this halftime Second 13, back to pass, quick pass out in the flat. And Panthers played that one pretty good. Uh, they picked up a couple, maybe three on the play, but they had they had guys flying to the football. There was a group of Panthers on that one. Yeah, that was it, and you're exactly right. That was a numbers game, and we had five or six white helmets out there. It's going to bring up third and about nine. <clears throat> Again, uh, Panthers lead this one big, 62-12. And uh, both scores have been against the JV defense, which has been playing pretty good as well. Wheat is the quarterback still. Ewing is the tailback. Third and nine. Back to pass. Quick pass out in the flat. Caught. Inside the five. First and goal. Topeka. That was Kincaid on the catch. Doyle, again, that's Kincaid's been the go-to guy tonight for Topeka, but just a simple slant route. We had a defender with him, I mean, running with him, but, you know, he threw the ball well, and uh, Kincaid's able to take it down to about the uh, 
just inside the two. You know, that that's a hard route to defend, that slant route, when it's run right, and Topeka's done well with that so far tonight. Clock moving, 10 minutes to go. First and goal from the two. They give it straight ahead. Can't tell. Oh, he it's didn't gonna get be there. Second down. Second goal from the one. Wheat's uh, Wheat's pretty good quarterback. He's got a got a pretty good arm on him, and uh, he's got a pretty good field sense about him. And uh, I don't know if he's I don't know if he's interested or would go on to play some ball at the next level. But uh, he, he's pretty good quarterback. Oh, no doubt, he's an athlete. And Panthers going to trap him in the backfield, get him down for maybe a yard loss. It's going to be third down now. Oh, the mishandled ball that time, and uh, Wheat was fortunate to keep possession of it and uh, get back to uh, just shy of the line of scrimmage. Going to be second, third and two. Getting a few more scores in again. Uh, Lawrence, uh, 34. Wichita Heights, 13. Gardner, Edgerton, 35. Shawnee Mission, South, 14. Third and goal. Panthers lead 62-12. to 12. And they give it there. on a quick handoff, just a bit of a counter. And Panthers stop that. Again, the run game, the Panthers have really been, really been on top of that tonight. Valley Center over May South right now, 25-20. That's the third. Salinas Central, 21 and over 9. Manhattan, 71. Wichita North, 7. Bishop Carroll, 31. Newton, 17. That's a final. So Newton put up a decent showing against Bishop Carroll. Under eight minutes left in this ball game. Fourth, fourth down and goal from the just inside the three-yard line for Topeka. I'm sure they're going to throw the ball back to pass, just a little out, and it's short of the receiver. So the Panthers are going to get the ball. How big defensive stand for the Fourth kids. down. First and ten Panthers while we got a minute. Tonight's broadcast of Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ is sponsored by these great derby businesses, the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, John Mendoza Photography, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, Fisher Media, El Magai, Mexican Restaurant, and Derby Overhead. I got a new quarterback. Back to the ball game. Got a new tailback. He gets out to about the 15 before he's run out of bounds. That was a quarterback, Doyle. Well, that was a quarterback? Either that or a direct snap back to a wildcat. He has a tailback number. <laughs> That's why I looked up and said tailback. I, I can't even, I can't recognize the number. I'm thinking this young man may be a freshman. We'll see. Maybe we can, if he's a freshman, he may not even be on our roster. First and ten Panthers. Quick pass, caught. Keeps the streak alive for tonight's ball game. Gets out to almost the 25-yard line. 
Well, Doyle, I say that because I know I was at a junior varsity game. and After Clark came out of the game, we had another guy come in, and then this guy all of a sudden showed up. And I remember asking one of the coaches, as I asked, and said, he's a freshman. So good, good, good sign as well. That was Lujan on the reception. I can't make out a number for him, Kevin. And like I said, if he's, if he's a uh, freshman, he's likely not on our roster. Well, that score that Bishop Carroll ended up actually being 38-17 final, Bishop. Second down on the handoff. Out to the outside. Big hole still on his feet. This this young man's <laughs> going to score. <laughs> yeah, showed incredible speed as he got to the edge. That was a that was a, uh, a seventy seventy five yard run, <laughs> and and we don't even have him on our roster. Seventy six yard touchdown. We're waiting to see if they if they the, the, the kid is so excited. The players are so excited for him. He's been knocked down more times than he has in the football game tonight. Yeah, he was knocked down three times just on his own sideline. We'll try to pick up a number, uh, but I'd, I'd be shocked if we had. The extra point attempt is good. We're trying to pick up a number. Young man needs his. Yeah, they're helping him out on the sidelines. <laughs> well, you know who's helping him. I, I'm sure it's all the freshman teammates. Again, we have a freshman team that went undefeated on the season and literally was running clocks most of the time. So, again, we'll see if we have a number, but a lot of these freshmen, we just do not. We have a number 90 on our roster, and it is uh, Elijah Cross. So that may be who it was. He is number 90, though. He's a sophomore, Elijah. Well, I'm not going to argue with you because my eyes tonight are not good, so I'm not going to argue on a number with you. Yeah, well, it was 9-0. But, again, what what speed did that show when he got outside? I mean, he just ran out everybody uh, – down the sideline. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, we got to remind people that Topeka still has their starters in the ball game, and they haven't they haven't backed off like the Panthers have. So that was even more impressive for this young man to go 76 yards and score. The Doyle Garden City's opened it up on campus now, 35 to 14. Wichita East 21, Free State zero. It's going to be tough for Free State to come back. And again, the ball, the kick was fumbled inside the 10. He's able to run it across the field and get out to about, looks like the 25-yard line. So pretty good field position for uh, Topeka with three minutes left. Clock is running, so we're under three minutes. It's 69-12, Panthers over Topeka. I'm, just, I'm still getting scores coming in uh, as we speak. First and ten. I'm trying to see. It looks like yeah, Wheat Wheat is still the quarterback. Ewing is still in the backfield. So it's still the starters for Topeka. They give it on a handoff to Ewing. 
He fights his way forward, picks up two, maybe, yeah, probably two yards on first down. Now, just a reminder, tonight's game will be available in podcast form wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Again, uh, neat thing you can do. These games, you can listen to games clear back to 2019 still, so I let Grandma Grandpa know, and they can listen to the ball game. Pass is complete. Knocked out of bounds at about the 40. Going to be first and ten from there. We're under two minutes left in the in the game. I make first and over Mulvane now thirty four to thirteen. That's a bullpups uh, program that Coach Young, longtime Derby coach, went to McPherson years ago. Since retired, but uh, program we watch. Wide open, just overthrew <laughs> the receiver. He was fifteen yards behind anybody from derby well again weed has the ability i don't know how many times we've seen him he's like running and he goes off one foot and throws the ball while he's in the air and that one was just overthrown because they definitely had a receiver that had snuck in behind our defensive back and he and he throws on the run like that and, and it, you know you gotta you freeze the linebacker you freeze a lot of people because he looks like he's gonna take off running then he just flips the ball out to a, usually an open receiver. Anyway, it's been that way tonight. Quick pass to the sidelines. It's incomplete. Caping Mount Carmel, 24, Goddard, 17. Again, we appreciate these scores. we got a couple guys working on them tonight for us, keeping us up to date. Yeah, this is playoff time. We like to have all those scores. Yeah, Under last, 30 seconds, this might be the last play of the ball game. Last score we had on that Lawrence game was Lawrence 41, Heights 13. And back to pass, and it's complete. And that should be the ball game. It's complete just inside Derby's territory. With four seconds left, Hi, uh, Topeka wants to get at least one more play, to, but it's not <laughs> going to happen. Ball game over. Panthers are going to advance to the second round of the uh, West Bracket playoffs. They're going to win 69-12 to in a game that, you know, was totally dominated by the Panthers. Uh, you know, Topeka put a couple of drives together over the course of the night, but for the most part, it was it was dominated by the Panthers. Well, no doubt. From the opening kickoff, it was dominated by the Panthers. and Things just spun out of control for this Topeka team from the opening kickoff to, you know, punt returns to, you know, long runs by Dylan Edwards. I, I think we'll get the stats at the end of the ballgame, but I think a perfect night throwing the football for the Panthers tonight. So a lot of things looked better for Derby. Uh, you know, opponent-wise, I, I you know, you and I talked about it just a little bit at halftime. I don't know how much better you get in a ball game like this because uh, really it's uh, it's I don't know it's it, I, I wouldn't even say it's going against your junior varsity it was just that easy of a win for the Panthers tonight yeah and and, and you're right you, you don't know how good how much better you get playing a game like this and it I mean again I'm going to go back to I looked at the clock there was seven minutes left and coach Clark backed off in the second quarter so that's what uh, 12 and 5 that's 17 minutes of varsity playing time, and 
you know, they already had the game in hand. So, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't see how much better you get in a game like this. You just, just learn maybe to execute better. Well, and the, and the way the Kansas State high school playoffs go is everyone always goes, well, why are you at home? Why did you do this? Everybody in the state makes the playoffs, and you're seeded. And so the way it was with us being a two-seed, we play a 15-seed. They come to town. It's just the way way things break out. And the one thing that did happen tonight, something that we talked about during the week, was Derby had to come out tonight with a strong performance, had to put away an opponent quick, had to do the things that they did, and they did just that tonight. Yes, they – they uh, and, and I don't I don't mean to be uh, uh, disparaging against uh, – uh, Topeka, but uh, Panthers, Panthers did what they were supposed to do, and uh, you know Topeka, they, they hung in there. They tried their best. It just wasn't wasn't meant to be tonight, and uh, uh, hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll go on to some more, maybe more success last year because they've got a fairly young team this year. So good luck to them uh, next year. You know, Dole, I kind of got a kick out of a, the Topeka team there over by their sideline. The Derby players went down to the to the band, as they typically do, played the fight song, and then they break. But Topeka's over on their sideline kind of swaying and not much of a crowd as we look up there now. I think there's four people still standing in the stadium. But, uh, you know, again, see, got to be an emotional night for Topeka High as well. They've got several seniors that this was their last football game, as we like to say all the time. You lose this one, you're going home, you're packing it up. And uh, for Topeka High, they came into a very hostile environment. They fought hard. And hats off to, to a couple of the young men that uh, Mr. Wheat played a tremendous game. I mean, guys that came in and poured their heart out tonight. Yeah, but uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Panthers win this one 69-12. Uh, and they will advance. They're the number two seed. They will advance probably at, at, just based on the scores we've got. It looks like they'll play Lawrence here next week. And, uh, you know, it'll be a good game. This is Panther football on Live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM. We'll be back. John Michaels, your host every weekend for two hours of classic Christian hits. Each week, we'll relive the biggest and most familiar classics from contemporary Christian music's era of rapid growth. Christian Music Rewind also gets listeners behind the scenes with plenty of artist interviews. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623Rewind. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Looking for a program that features Christian music classics of the 70s and 80s? Little country church on the edge of town. I listen to the trumpet of Jesus. Seek no more. Streets of Gold is the program. Join us this week for those Christian music oldies with artists like Keith Green, Petra, Second Chapter of Acts. Well, you get the idea. Many more right here. Streets of Gold, Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artist. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on worship. 
Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Weekends are special, and we fill them up with your favorite music. Sean Michaels. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this weekend for worship. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Streets of Gold is the program we're playing Christian music classics from the 70s and the 80s and even a little bit in the early 90s. I'm your host, Larry Wayne. This is Movement Radio with Transform. Hey, I'm Josh Ashton, host of the Weekend 22. That's good for you. 41 times, just 212 yards uh, in the air for Topeka and Doyle. That all really came on a couple of busted plays. Absolutely, yeah. There, there that I remember was the 70-yard one, and, and then the one where we busted coverage. And yeah, there was only two big, big plays there. So yeah, you're you're right on that. And most of that was just on a couple of plays. Total yards, Panthers, 391 total yards, Topeka. 270 yards. Pretty good night for the defense. Pretty good night for the Panthers all the way around. Again, it did just the stats. uh, You know, third down conversions. This was the Achilles heel for Topeka all night. Seven for 14 on third down. Went for fourth down. They were three for six. Panthers didn't ever go for a fourth down. Went for only one down conversion. Rest of the time, we had return kick returns, punt returns. You name it, uh, it seemed to happen. Individual stats for the Panthers. Again, a big night. uh, in the passing department, Brock Zerger, 4 for 4 for 56 yard. Braxton Clark, 6 for 6 for 57. Again, we had a freshman that came in, did not have a number for him. We know he was 1 for 1 tonight uh, on his uh, on his account. Trayvon Rose had three catches for 41 yards. Taylor Neal had one for 30. Nathan Keener, three for 26. Colton Rudy, two catches for 29 yards. In the rushing department, again, Dylan Edwards, I, I, you know, his, his other multi-purpose yards have to be off the charts tonight, but just four attempts on the ground for Dylan tonight, 117 yards. Derek Hubbard, four carries for 28 yards. Uh, we did have a have Ty Ellis was who we have listed as two carries for 23. Brock Zerger, one for 18. Braxton Clark, two for 18. And again, the young man that had the long 76-yard touchdown. Again, we're not sure that we have his number. We're going to have to do more with Coach Clark this week going, hey, give us some of those freshman numbers if uh, if these guys are going to play uh, much. The big stat that we all like to see, first round of the playoffs, out towards 12. Yes, that is what we're concerned with. Panthers had a fairly easy night of it tonight. Again, uh, as I said before, they advance on to the second round. They will play Lawrence. And, uh, you know, it, it It will be here as well. So, you know, Panthers are, are 1-0 in the playoffs. And uh, they're looking to, again, go 2-0 against Lawrence. This has been Panther Football on the Live 105. Hey, you know, I, I, Thanks for listening.